This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. I'm okay. I just smoked another to the face, yeah, yeah, yeah. She wanna stay. Singing to your bitch like I was Drake, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were doing the video. He likes God, this guy. Hey, hey, let me start off. Yeah, yeah, I my just bad. complimented you too. Yeah, I know. He just sent you a small penis. It was so forced. It was so forced to have it. My bad. You want the video now? Play the video. Now. All right, all right. Dude, this is what's supposed to happen. Bruce Lee, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Jujitsu kind of took over the world. Bruce Lee was an actor, bro. Yeah. Depends on who that blue belt is. We got some blue belts that work, that work some people, bro. We'll send them, we'll send them, we'll send them to Frank. Yeah. See how he do. Oh, yeah. Uh, blue belt for sure. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. Standing up, Bruce Lee. I mean, he's it's always playing that one like strike, but goes the distance, get it to the ground. Blue belt all day. Bro, I'm going to try and tell everybody sure. here at Woodward Sports, man. Hey, stick, stick, shake what, what belt are you, Easy? <laughs> One strap away from blue belt. Oh, you white, white belt, though, huh? Yeah. All right. What up, though, everybody? Welcome back Still to the Wolverine Live on WolverineSports.com. I'm Spencer Exter. He is the Bruce Lee hater. We have Chris Disappointed in myself. And JB Smooth on the one I'm disappointed in you, too, man. <laughs> I'm not that disappointed. How did I, sl- how did I, I slip that fast? The fuck off. So, in 30 seconds, I literally forgot. Cheated up. He said, "Yeah, it was literally." He gave me the video at four fifty nine, so you didn't have time to like think about it too hard. That's what I'm saying. How did I? How did I remember and forget in thirty seconds? Don't beat yourself up. It's alright. No, I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. Um, (laughs) Econ says, "Easy that honey bun belt." (laughs) (laughs) Frosted honey buns, two for one, baby. Hug classic. That's actually all right. We're doing MMA. So you got Islam versus Diamond on the yeah on the prep. Is what happened. Did you grab that? What I missed while I was working. What's that? Did you grab that picture? Yeah. He's wrong. Makachev versus yeah, Dustin. Makachev put out on Twitter, uh, who do I fight next? And Dustin Poirier replied. We said, what he up? He said, though? what up with it? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? yeah it was, uh, oh, yeah. I wait, is it not? It's not on Slack. I don't see it. Oh. That's fine. That's okay. Right. We're, we, yeah, it, it, it was stuff in the text a basic sometimes. exchange anyway. But, but, oh, that's what I asked before the show. I think Dustin beats him. You think Dustin beats Islam? I'm a little bit of a Dustin stan. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Like that's like, I'll do like some more like dumb takes for a fighter I like versus like the Detroit Lions because like Detroit Lions have been kind of pooped my whole life, so it's kind of hard to even trick yourself into believing yeah. certain things. But no, I mean I think Dustin because what Dustin go like three rounds with Habib when they fought before getting choked out. Yeah, um, what are you looking at? I don't know, I dude. To... Oh, this guy's wearing shorts. This guy's wearing shorts. He's got tennis rackets on his back. He's walking like. 
Oh, he's struggling. It's what, dude, it's it, it, be careful. You guys are out on the road. I'm gonna die on the way home, probably. If you guys are, is the app the Wilbur Sports Audio app? Is that still live? Yes. Yeah. I think if so. you guys are like on the road and you're trying to like watch this on YouTube, please just download the app. Well, also, while you're driving, no, <laughs> no, but download the app and just listen to the audio. Why is please. he wearing shorts though? I don't know. He's going to the gym. Maybe he's on his way to the gym. Could anyway, be on his way to the gym. Islam Makachev, Dustin Poirier. Yeah, I got Poirier. You got Poirier. I'm I'm gonna look it up on Sherdog real quick on how long that that fight went, but I, I'm talking about Habib and, and Dustin because like, I know Habib obviously I, like beat Dustin. Yeah, I feel like Dustin like lasted in there for like a, a he, minute. He held out with him for sure, but I don't know. I'm Islam's Islam's a man. No, he's not. He's not. You don't think he's good? How close was it? I mean, Alex is great. That's yeah. literally his nickname. Yeah, but the, the smaller guy moving up it takes you to. I mean, you almost beat him. Or was it Islam? Was it Islam or was it Hamza? I think it might have been Hamza. For what? What are you talking about? That Poirier replied to. Actually, I think it was Islam. Yeah. No, yeah, it was for sure Islam. I mean, yeah. lightweight, lightweight. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think Dustin could be Islam Makachev. I think. I get. I could be being a fanboy in this this assumption, but like. No, I, I feel you though. He had the experience with Habib, who I yeah. think is the better grappler of the two. Obviously, oh for sure. Habib's like in my my book the goat. Yes. Um. Had the experience of going through that. He's been humbled by multiple grapplers at this point. Maybe that doesn't work in his favor <laughs> because of the whole situation with his, uh, yeah. Charles Oliveira beforehand. Mm-hmm. But even Charles Oliveira, like, I'm, don't discount the fact that Dustin rocked him and his dumbass one decided yeah. to go down there. I mean, everybody him. rocks Charles, though. So. That's very true. Yeah. I don't even think he gets rocked at this point. I think he's just dropping he in the guard. He fakes it, yeah. yeah. Let's go. He's a dangerous human being. Yeah. Um, what else was I going to say? Though? I think Dustin would be Islam. Yeah, I feel like Dustin was like a little carried away in the, in the Charles Oliveira fight too. Mm-hmm. I think he was like thought it was an easy dub. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I love Dustin, man. I love Dustin I mean, he's too. He's one of the best boxers in the UFC. He's a, he's a dog. He put what? Stop! Stop! I'm sorry, that Stop guy having just, ADD. That guy just keeps strapping me. He oh well, just, fuck he, that guy. He just walked in. I'm gonna go out there and I'm just gonna fucking close on him right he now because he like keeps Bowser. distracting you and he he's ruining like the Bowser. show. What's his name? I said he looks like Bowser because he's got the. Big backpack on. He's a skinny guy. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. Our listeners can't see him, though. So it's like that's, you talking about that random guy. It's fair. But they can imagine. Imagine a guy wearing shorts that looks like Bowser just walked in. Skinny, like chicken legs, though. This yeah. guy's got chicken legs. Like, this guy's not even worth being distracted by. I don't know. He's being weird over there. But, so, yeah, I think I think Dustin would win. You do, too? Yeah. Okay. I thought I it was mean, crazy. It looks like he wants to smoke. I mean, I got the, the graphic there. Yeah. He wants to smoke. For sure he wants to smoke. I think, I mean, once upon a time, obviously, it's no longer the case. Like, I mean, Islam is a deserving champion. I'm not saying that, but, like, look at the road that Islam took to get here as a champion. It, like, he really, I, the best person he fought, obviously, is probably Charles Oliveira. Yeah. Which, like, we're being real about He's Charles Oliveira as well. Like, he could have been dropping in the guard all those times. It could have been getting dropped. But like, he was always kind of, like, shaky. Very talented, but yes. still shaky nonetheless. Like, a very beatable champion. Mm-hmm. Dude gets rocked literally in every single fight. Yeah. You know, he's, he's lost, like, multiple fights beforehand. Like, it was uh, – I just – I don't – I think MMA in general feels the same way. I think this is one of the reasons why Islam didn't take the pound-for-pound rankings after beating Volkanovski. Mm-hmm. I think people just – I mean, he, Volk arguably could have won that fight. Yeah. And he went up a weight class, and he – Dominated him the last round. Some people thought he did. Round. I didn't think he did. I think Islam won, but some people thought Volk won. Yeah, Joe Rogan thought Volk won. Don't forget too. You, don't, I don't even think this guy's in the UFC anymore. And that's the very same card that Dustin fought Habib. Mm-hmm. Islam KO. Yeah, out cold. Out cold. Not a TKO. K 
KO. KO. Slap. Yeah, I think, I think Dustin would beat Islam. I, I do. I'm glad. Islam's a little. Because I do feel a little crazy. He's a little overhyped. Thank you. He hasn't fought real. Like, Volko's obviously the best he's fought, but he's so much bigger than him. Yeah. It was such an uphill battle. Yes. And he started losing. If there was another round, he would have lost that fight. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, 100%. Yeah, Volk, was, Volk figured him out by the end of the fight. That's another good point, too. Is and like, he couldn't take him down. And that's his bread and butter. He couldn't take Volk you know down. What I'm Volk's like a little meatball. You know, he's a yeah. you know, that dude, he, former rugby guy. I, I, yeah, I don't want to discount what Volk is either, but like. Oh, Volk, I mean, Volk's pound for pound best. Yeah, if, if, you're, if you're being compared to Habib Nurmagomedov, which maybe is just unfair to compare anybody to, but like. That's the type of discussions we're having about this guy and being a beast dog and that type of dominance. Yeah. And he can't take out down the. I'm, I feel disrespectful, Volk. We can't take him down. Yeah. That's that's your bread and that butter. That is your bread and butter. You should be able to do if, that. If you want. And when he took him down, he got pound. up. If you want to be pound for pound, you got to take Volk down a couple times in that fight. I'm gonna have. I'm telling Jeff Carlin, because I, I know Jeff's a big uh, Islam guy. Yeah. But even earlier rounds when Islam took him down, Volk right back up. Mm-hmm. Fuck off me. Popped up. With your Abraham Lincoln ass beard, couldn't keep him down. <laughs> <laughs> he does be looking like Abraham Lincoln, like Abraham, <laughs> Islam Lincoln. Like I don't know. I just I feel like he hasn't fought a striker like Poirier. Not at all. He's not ready for that. He, I don't think he's ready for that. I don't think he wants those problems. He's gonna duck him. I think the best fighter he fought, obviously before Oliveira and Volkanovski, which I guess yeah he beat them. It's not I guess he did beat them. Bobby Green was a last-minute replacement for him that he beat to get the title fight, which, yeah. like, I think Bobby Green got cut for the UFC. Yeah. Um, Dan Hooker. Let's be real about Dan Hooker. Tiago Moises. Drew Dober. I will throw some respect for that one. That yep. was that was actually a really good fight. Mm-hmm. Davey Ramos. Armin. Like, you don't, you don't know these. I don't know these human beings. Nick Lentz. Like that, that's a made-up name. That was Nick Lentz is two Wilbur Sports Literally, two Wilbur Sports personalities combined. <laughs> Nick Lentz was Nick in the point. Nick Lentz, Ryan Leach, you know. And then the, the guy who knocked him out was Adriano Martins. Yeah. Who the fuck is that guy? I don't know. KO punch. I think Dustin would... I think Dustin would put pause on him. I'm telling Jeff to call in. He's got to feel the same, right? Yeah. I guess it's not fair to say he's got to feel the same, but... I, I just... I, I feel like I need a little sprinkle of, like... Because I'm a Dustin fan. I met him, and that made me more of a fan. Because I'm like, he's still cool, like, in person. I met him at the Jake Paul fight, and he, like, was... Ha- we were having, like, an actual conversation. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, he seems like a cool, down-to-earth guy. Dude, he was hella cool. And yeah. he seemed kind of high, which is also Did cool. you see the grown man that he slapped the shit out of? Yeah. Did that look staged to you? I don't know. At Mardi Gras? If you guys, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, at Mardi Gras, Dustin Poirier. It's just Mardi Gras. Someone... Okay, whatever. Um... You know, as black folks, you put in, like, extra plurals and things. Yeah. Myers and stuff like Myers, that. Myers, Kroger's. Yeah. But anyway, um, some guy had a sign that said, um, your wife is in me DMs, which is a, a infamous Conor McGregor line to Dustin Poirier. And kind of posted. Could be Photoshop, whatever. But he had it at Mardi Gras, and Dustin's, like, in the parade. And Dustin <laughs> took time out of the parade to make sure to slap that guy with yeah. the sign. But look, stage, because the guy's, like, with the camera. He was saying to the camera, like, showing the sign. And I don't know, like... Looked like a fanboy, like a fifty-year-old Conor McGregor fanboy. Oh yeah, which is or a Dustin fan. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he thought it was like funny. Maybe he thinks it's cool that Dustin slapped him. No, I don't. Also, like, I don't also like get why they do. Like Nate Diaz doesn't give a shit. He'll put hands on you. Dustin clearly doesn't give a shit. If that yeah, was real, he'll put hands on you. Like these guys aren't scared. To, like just lose everything. Like, these guys are like really crazy. Yeah. MMA fighters. Oh yeah, they're just not the ones to fuck with. Not, not, not at all. Try. Not the ones to try. It's, 
Derek Lewis knocked out that one guy. Yep. Kevin Holland steady just knocking out people. Yeah. Horry Mosford all wired Kobe Covington shit. In yeah. Public. Yeah. yeah. And Kobe ain't said shit. Kobe's a bitch, dude. Kobe's been sorry. I'm not Kobe a big is Kobe number Covington one bitch. fan, though. Number one bullshit guy. This, uh, I hate Kobe Covington. Yeah, I'm not a big Kobe Covington fan at all, either. I texted Jeff, told him to call in. We have uh, I, this Brandon Miller stuff. I almost feel like it could make, be its own segment. Yeah. Do you want to save it for like something like that? We can do that, yeah. All right. That stuff's crazy to me, MSU still. got a big win last night. Yes. Over Indiana. A good team. A ranked team. Number 17 in the nation. And uh, A.J. Hogard and and Tyson Walker went off, did, did a lot of great things. Both went for 20-plus. It was impressive to watch. Uh, obviously, very emotional game. First game back in Breslin since the events, since the shooting. Yeah. And uh, Tom Izzo was very emotional. All the all the Spartan faithful all wore white. Indiana showed their respect wearing Spartan strong shirts and stuff like that. It was a very cool, very cool uh, moment for the college basketball landscape for Michigan State as a campus and they ended up getting the dub which is great it puts them you know back into the heat for uh, for NCAA bid so I'm happy for that I'm happy that uh, they got the win I'm happy that Breslin was packed yeah a lot of people showed out showed their support so it was a very good very good night wearing something crazy is I, I talked to Owen that night obviously to make sure he was okay and then the following day too just to check up on him because like Sure, you say you're okay, but like I don't, you know. Yeah. Once stuff like settles in, like, and I don't know, like, if anybody was his friend and that involved in that situation, which, I mean, it wasn't, but still, prayers out to those people and thoughts out to them as well. But uh, his first, like, one of his first statements was like, "I can't wait until uh, the Indiana game at Breslin." He's like, "I feel like it's gonna be like one of those moments yeah. where like everyone's gonna unite." And mm-hmm. I was like, "And that's crazy too, because before at that point, again, this is the day after the, the tragic events that happened at Michigan State, you still had the Michigan game that was a rivalry game that you could like." Landed on for that moment, but no, he said at the Breslin against well, at Indiana. Breslin, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand why, but it came true, and that was. I'm not even joking. That's the first thing Owen said, mm-hmm. and like also just a little telltale sign of like how much Owen loves one Michigan State and sports. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That kid, he's gonna do something sweet. Oh, for sure, for sure. Chris, you'll never be able to say you got knocked out by him either. You yeah. missed your chance. You did yeah. miss your chance. You could have him later on in life, dude. You could have tried to cancel greatness. him later on. I missed the cloud. Me forty thousand. I'm fucking telling people you knocked me out. That's oh, true. we we got a cancel ball and Cliff in the chamber. Don't worry. Oh yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we, we got a couple cancel ball and Cliffs <laughs> that we can bust out. You know, just in case, just in case. You know, just in case there's disrespect. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but no, do. it was a great night. It was a great night for, like I said, for college basketball. It was a great night for Michigan State and great night for the Red Wings and for the Red Wings. Big night for the Red Wings. We're gonna talk about. Talk about very soon. First, tell us about Alta. Let me tell you guys about Alta, okay? Alta Equipment's where Brad Holmes went to rebuild the Detroit Lions. In fact, he did so in just two short years because of Alta Equipment. Uptime. Madness. Alta Equipment's got everything you need to get the job done. You got a big project coming up? Make Bob. sure you call Alta Rent. That's 844-GO-TO-ALTA again. That's 844-GO-TO-ALTA. Alta Equipment where? Uptime. Madness. Sports love wearing clothes, then you should be wearing Woodward Sports clothes. Check out our full line of merch at woodwardsports.com. Just click on shop. We have all your favorite designs like Dan Campbell kneecaps, Beverly Hills golf, Woodward golf, and of course, our own logoed out merchandise. Men, women, infants, kids all love Woodward Sports. Impress your friends, impress your boss, impress your dog. Buy Woodward Sports merch today. At work, and at home, 
We're there with smarter security solutions. Featuring complete automation with customized alerts and more. For over 90 years, we've been the company that's been counted on to protect what matters most, all with personalized service and care. Right now, for a limited time, receive a free video device plus free installation with a new home system. Guardian Alarm. We protect Michigan. Make sure you download the Woodward Sports app in the App Store and the Google Play Store today. Take Woodward Sports with you wherever you go and listen live on your phone or mobile device. What up, though, everybody, and welcome back to the Woodward Heavyweights Live on WoodwardSports.com. We just got done talking a little UFC, some Spartan hoops, and preluded the Red Wings. Red Wings got a big victory last night over Washington Capitals. Without the captain, the captain was kicked out of the game very early on after a cross-check to TJ Oshie that hit him across the chin. He got a you know five-minute major game misconduct and was excused for the rest of the contest, but that didn't stop the Red Wings. They got on the board. Hogg scored a big goal. Suter had a couple. It was just it was a great performance by the Red Wings when they needed it the most, the most important game of the season so far to put them Deep, deep, deep into the heat guts. of the playoff race. Oh, playoffs. Huh? What? Deep, deep, deep into the guts of the playoffs. <laughs> so, I'm excited. You know, Balls there's they're, they're two points out of eight, out of the eight spot. They got four games in hand, and they're playing hot. They're the hottest team in the NHL right now outside of the Bruins. Dylan Larkin's going to be pissed in his next game back. I guarantee he scores a goal. I guarantee it. Guarantee! Dylan Larkin scores a goal in his next game. But it was just a lot of fun to watch, man. It was a lot of fun to watch. They were playing hard. They played for their captain. They rallied around him. Obviously, Ovechkin wasn't in either, so that makes it a hell of a lot easier. But still, the Capitals were reeling. The Capitals have been falling apart since Ovechkin's been out. And the Red Wings took advantage of that when they need to. They went 4-1 and one on the road trip to put themselves in great shape now that they have to come home and play two of the hottest Two of the best teams in the NHL, in uh, in the Rangers and in the Tampa Bay Lightning. So it's going to be a tough couple games at home for the Red Wings. But if they can scrounge two points out of these games, I'll be very, very happy. So I love to see them getting after it. I love to see them playing hard, to see them playing, playing great hockey, especially, like I said, when their captain gets issued out of the game on some bullshit because he gets, you know, sticks to the back of the head all the time and nobody gets ejected on those but when he accidentally pops him in the chin he's out of the game you know fuck you NHL trying to keep the Red Wings down but guess what they still won so suck it and they're playing great which brings up a lot of different topics that people talk about and I'm gonna drive in 97 won the ticket their uh, afternoon show was talking about it and they were talking about the potential of the Red Wings being buyers at the deadline Trading for a guy like Timo Meyer from the San Jose Sharks, and Timo, you know Timo Meyer's a, he's a he's a good young goal scoring wing, which you can never have enough of on your team. But they were suggesting that you know, maybe they the Red Wings have a package that includes Simon Edvinson. Why? The which fuck is one of the dumbest they, things stupid. I've ever heard in my entire life. I don't even fucking know hockey, and you just got a fired up reaction out of me. Yeah. Why in the 
why in the fuck would they trade away a piece like Edmondson? I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> that, I, I don't that, know. Honestly. What? It, it was one of the dumbest things I've ever Who is heard. this T.O. guy? Is he... Timo Meyer, he's a good player. He's 26. He's a All winger. Star. He's a 30-goal well, scorer. 26 pretty young. He's scored 30 goals multiple times. But, like, man, Edmondson is going to be a pillar for this Red Wings team next year when your top four def- defense is Sider, Edmondson, Wallman, and Sherratt. Like, Stop! Stop! You don't fucking trade defense for offense in the NHL. You don't do that. Especially when this guy is going to be one of the pillars of the Red Wings to put this team up to be a contender for multiple years. Not selling out for a chance to make the playoffs one year while you're having it. This guy with Mo Sider will be the tandem of pillars that makes the Red Wings great. That makes the Red Wings contenders again. D-Max said it. You liked when it was 25 years, right? Yeah, well, it starts with something like that. It starts with a pairing of Simon Evanson and Mo Sider. So, even suggesting it is the dumbest shit I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're thinking about. <laughs> it pissed me off so much. They were like, yeah, you know, getting after, getting a guy like Timo Meyer, the trade deadline would be great. You know, he's on an expiring contract. He's 26 years old. He scored 30 goals. The conversation would probably start at, like, two first-round picks. And I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, all right. That, that's true. Yeah. Uh, or he could include a guy like uh, Simon Edmondson. I was like, no, no. Who, 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 what, the, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Who was this Who was this person? This is Doug Karsh. Like, oh. come on, bro. It's like, like, watch some hockey, please. This is not what happens. You don't do that. You don't trade a guy who is projected to be an elite defenseman in the NHL for years and years and years for a 26-year-old 30-goal-scoring winger. You don't do it. I don't even like suggesting it. I don't even like putting it out there. That's just stupid. Just stop. Don't do it. Don't even mention it. There are other prospects you can pick from. You don't pick your number one blue-chip stock. Who is going to be a dude on this team for a long time? Who is going to be next to Mo Sider on the Red Wings for a long time and help lead them to greatness again? You don't fucking trade that away for a 30 goal scorer because you want to make the playoffs this year. Stop it. Let Steve Eisman cook. He's building this team. You don't sell out your best prospect to possibly make the playoffs in a year where, oh, you make the playoffs, you trade your best guy in the minors, and then what, you play Boston, you get swept. Like, stop it. That's just stupid. I understand you're thirsty for playoff hockey, but Jesus, man, that's mortgaging the future for a guy who's on an expiring contract. He's on an expiring contract, yeah, too? Yeah, he's only got like two years left of team oh, control, two years. I think. Only tw- no, there's no... Listen, I'm not even a big hockey guy. And just in sport in general, you just don't trade young pieces like that. And and again, in hockey, novice. you don't trade defense for offense. You don't. Especially like what what's the Lightning strength when they went on the rotation? <laughs> a lot. I mean, the Lightning goaltending was their strength. Yeah. They had everything though. But yes, was defense big, was a big part of it. Victor Hedman was is one of the best defensemen in the NHL. Is he like six six? He's like He's a, a big, big motherfucker too. Like that's why it's Stevie's building here with Cider. Then, if I'm not mistaken, Edmondson's like six six as well. Yes. Like, yeah, and then you have the pairing six, of it. Six. Like, this is just like sport logic. Like, I wouldn't, I would never trade a very promising rookie. Actually, translate it for the the basketball or NBA and NFL fans that, that aren't hockey guys. Because let's be real, hockey's not not that big nationally. 
although this is a hockey town. What's the translation into one of those sports trade-wise? Um, a translation to that would be like the Boston Celtics trading Jalen Brown for Kyrie Irving this year. Yeah, it's pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. Not even Kyrie Irving. Well, I guess. No, yeah. Kyrie's an offensive fair. guy, not a defensive guy. Yeah, Jalen plays a little bit like, of defense. Timo Meyer's Younger. not on... He's not Kyrie Irving in NHL okay. terms. He's good. Like, Who's Timo Meyer in NBA translation? <laughs> Off the top of your dome piece, I apologize. For Tyrese Halliburton. Like, yeah. he's, he's like so a, it's still fairly young. He's a good young player. Jalen Green. Just a sport. It just doesn't make sense. Like Jalen Green. I feel like Jalen Green would be good. On top of, like, you have a guy in Mo Sider who's, like, truly special. I feel like you would like to emphasize the things that he does. And I feel like one of those things, you know, effort in doing that, you put another good defenseman alongside him. Yes. Like I said, you, <laughs> you got Wallman. That's you, sport you, logic. It's you, not even hockey logic. Yeah, you struck gold with Wallman. He is looking like a top four guy on your defense. You're doing a gritty. And this is you, you traded Nick Letty for a second-round pick, Sunquist, and Wallman. Basically, it was, it was Letty and Witkowski for a second-round pick, Sunquist, and Wallman. Wallman now looks like a top four guy for the, for the foreseeable future. Obviously, Mo Sider locked down as your top pairing guy. He he is the best defenseman on this team by far. He is trending to be one of the best defensemen in the NHL. Simon Edvinson is a better prospect than Mo Sider. Simon Edvinson, everybody who watches him play hockey was like, he's better than Mo Sider was when Mo Sider was at his level. Yeah. So Mo said it. Mo said it. Yeah, Mo said he's better. Yeah. Like he's like, Mo's like I'm just having fun. Yeah. If I yeah. worked as hard as him, like I, you know. It, yeah. It just pisses me off because <laughs> we have nice things. Like, they're they're going to be here. Don't worry. Yeah. You don't trade away, mortgage your future. It's dynasty teams, yes. too. It's not even just nice things. Dynasty Steve things. Steve Eisenman is building a juggernaut. <laughs> like, let him do it. You don't trade it for a 26-year-old winger that's minus 19 on the year. I understand he's on a bad team, so it's not all his fault. But still, like, come on, man. Come on. Did you make the ride like long enough for somebody calling and grill him on that? Or no, no, it was like right, right as I was pulling down Wilbert. Wow, that's that's yeah, that's not even like it defeats the purpose of even like sport logic. I just don't even. That's wow. I was getting ready to ask you something else before that though. Fucking, I think that's the the clip of today. Day, by the way, too on Instagram. Right. I don't have my laptop. It's okay. I'm sorry. Apologize. Hey, six and one of the last seven rubbings are, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Why? What's going on? What's different? They're playing better. Uh, Larkin has been the hottest player in the NHL since the All-Star break. He's been lighting it up. Obviously, we've been getting a lot of different contributions from different players, which is what you need when you string together games. You need other guys in your lineup to set up. Pew Suter has been very hot. I talked about it the other day with DMACC. I said, like, people were mad that uh, Zadina got the bump when they brought up Verana to the roster. And I was like, well, I mean, you can't really get rid of any. You can't knock off Pew Suter. He's been hot as hell. But, I mean, Zadina had a couple nice games. But you've been getting um, great contributions from guys like that. Obviously, Mo Sider has come back into the fold. People say, oh, he's he's off to such a slow start, sophomore slump. It was, no, he was learning his new role. He was learning to be the, the guy, learning to be the number one defender, learning to be the guy that's going to be out there at all times. But wasn't he that last year still, too? Not really. He was kind of – I mean, he was a rookie. Yeah. So it's, now he is. Yeah. Per him, he's like, I'm literally just yeah, out there having he fun. He is that guy. Yeah. So he learned, and now he's been playing fantastic. Again, I talked about Wallman's been playing well. Uh, Kubalik got back on the on the goal sheet a couple games. It's You're getting contributions up and down the lineup. Obviously, Bertuzzi being back in the lineup is big. But, man, it, it's 
it's just great to see them playing great hockey. You know, first line to fourth line, everybody's playing well. Valeno's been playing great. Um, Big Rass has been playing great. It's it's impressive to watch. And and now that they're starting to get healthy, like I said, Burt's back. He's playing well. Raymond's going to be back soon. Verona had his first game. He was plus one on, I think, his 15 minutes of ice time. So I'm just excited to see the Red Wings playing great hockey. I'd love for them to make the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, I'd really, really, really love for them to be the seventh seed. Because if you're the eighth seed, you're going to Boston, and Boston is a juggernaut right now. They're one of the best teams that the NHL has seen in ten years. So they're on pace to beat. They're on pace to beat the Red Wings' win record. Like it's tough. That's crazy. Yeah, they they don't lose. So I I really don't want to see Boston in the first round, but I'm just excited. The Red Wings have been playing great hockey. Like I said, first line to fourth line. The deep pairings have been playing well. Hog stepped up last night. He's been playing well. Oli Mata has been playing well. So I'm just excited, man. Like, this is what happens when you have actual NHL players. Real quick, because we want to break. Is there, is because Bertuzzi's questionably going to be traded too, is there enough value in him and a couple first rounders to go and get this T.O. guy? Yeah, I mean... Two first rounders and it would and probably Bert. You, you'd have to spice it a lot, but and is that still is that worth it? I mean, you're getting rid of Bertuzzi either way. Yeah, you might. They might re-sign Bertuzzi. And then there was one other question I want to ask you, but I don't remember. I feel like Bert, Bert for Timo isn't really. It well, doesn't move even. the pendulum as much. Like they're pretty, they're pretty similar players. Bert, if Bert stays healthy and plays a whole year, he'd be very similar to Timo. Meyer. Yeah. I think was the question I was going to ask. And he brings a little bit more edge to his game. The only thing with Burt is if he can stay healthy. Like, if he's healthy, he's a 30-goal scorer, and he brings edge, and he's a locker room guy, and he's a little bit of a rat out there, which you need on your team. So, trading him for Timo Meyer is like apples to oranges. I want the playoffs. I don't even care if it's the eighth seed. I just want, selfishly for myself, to experience playoff hockey in Detroit. Because even just from the home opener last year, electric. Fucking electric. Yeah. So a playoff game, I just want those young guys to get a taste of that. Oh, yeah. It would be huge. You know even if it is against Boston. Just but a like, fucking taste The rest of, of the year, they're playing playoff hockey. I want to all pause and tend, I want a taste of that. Yeah, I wish know. I went down there for opening night last year. That shit looked lit. The rest the of the year, they're playing playoff hockey. So get to the playoffs. You know, get to LC and when you can. It's going to be electric in there. These, they, they need every point. There is a clusterfuck at the bottom of the division for teams trying to fight to get into the playoffs. And all the teams that are trying to get into the playoffs are trying to stay out of the eighth seed. So hopefully the Red Wings can do it. Obviously they just beat the Capitals, which is a team that is also fighting for that. The Pens is who they're racing with now. They're one point behind the Pens. And the Pens and the Capitals, they're old as dirt. Not what they used to be. They're yeah. old as dirt, man. They're, they're starting to drop off a little bit. And the Red Wings, being a younger team, are kind of getting their stride right now along with those veterans you brought in, in an Olimata, in a David Perron, in a Ben Sherratt, that are showing the younger guys how you win playoff games, which is what these are now. These are playoff hockey games for the rest of the year. I'm excited. I love hockey, man. Talk about playing fitness. I will. Where I'm going after the show today, even if I die on the road. Cat, he's at the taco Fitness. place last time. <laughs> <laughs> Planet Fitness is the home of the judgment-free zone where you can work out in a non-intimidating, judgment-free atmosphere. The gym that has always been known for being clean is now cleaner than ever, has tons of equipment, a full-body workout in just 30 minutes of the 30-minute circuit, and all memberships include fitness training. You can get all this for just $10 a month. Join in club or online at planetfitness.com, and make sure you check them out because it's Planet Fitness where your fitness 
is essential. The only sports network in Detroit that starts with a W. You know, because we win. Woodward Sports, Detroit's winning sports network. As chilly weather approaches, Big Boy's got the perfect comfort meals for you. Try our hearty classic meatloaf or our creamy Cajun chicken alfredo. These will be sure to leave you craving for more. How about breakfast? Our stuffed potato pancakes are back with our lumberjack, blockbuster, and Santa Fe garden. These potato pancakes will definitely fill you up. Whether it's for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, come stock up on the perfect comfort meal today. We'll see you soon at Big Boy. My name is Lee. I've lost 35 pounds on the Custom Health Center program. So the three biggest benefits that I've gotten from this uh, this program has been, I'm not snoring anymore, I have a lot of energy, uh, it's great, and oh by the way, look at this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm... Call us at 844-789-THIN or visit customhealthcenters.com for a free consultation and get started for as little as $5 a day. Get a shot up, this is for the win! All of Detroit sports teams live on Woodward. All of Detroit sports coverage lives on Woodward Sports. Driving the best in Detroit sports coverage. What up, though, everybody, and welcome back to the Woodward Heavyweights Live on WoodwardSports.com. I am Spencer Axter. He is speaking to. We've got Chris Blady in the booth and JB on the ones and twos. I am calmer. I'm calmer. I got, I got it out of my system. Get you out of my system. I had to do it. I had to you do it. Know what, what you, you do, do to me. Do to me. Uh, you don't even me. understand. Damn. Um, like Lucas. <laughs> yeah, that was gross. That was disgusting. That was so Lucas is a weird cat. He is a weird cat. He had a weird. He's from Ohio. Yeah. He had a East Palestine take last night. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even want to. I'm not even discuss it. He just tried crediting. And now. I'm going to talk about Don Cherry. <laughs> who the fuck is that guy? You don't know who Don Cherry is? No, who is that? Uh, he's a Hockey Night in Canada guy. He's super racist. Really? Like against Russians and Swedes. And oh, that's kind of funny. He's mad shit about the Russian five. That's hilarious. Yeah. Even after they were winning? Like, no, right before they won. He was, yeah. Oh, they'll never get it done. How They're about too now? cute. Blah, blah, blah. How about post-cup? I mean, he still How talks shit. Now? He doesn't give any respect to Ovechkin. Don Cherry's... Swedes are coming up now. Swedes have been up, but yeah. Oh, they've been up? Yeah. Um, are we talking about this during the break? Because I already hit up, I told Evan in the Wilbur Sports chat, like, yo, I want to hit a game because I know Evan goes a lot of games. I know Clomp goes a lot of games. I'm excited to be Clomp's first black friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Whoa, I don't know about friend. That's strong. <laughs> me and JV, Clomp, be like, see, I'm not racist. Yeah, <laughs> bitch, me and JV. <laughs> um, I'd be dope to do like a little heavyweight meetup at LCA. I'm telling you, like, Red Wing games, the ones I was going to, even they were losing, fucking mm -hmm. lit. Yeah. Rubbing games are rubbing games everything are I want Pistons games to be. When I, yeah. I Pistons games will never be that. I went to a Rubbings game this year, and they were losing. They were playing St. Louis, I think, and they got down, and they were down 4-1 and then the, in, to start the third. Yeah. And I was chirping. I was chirping the goalie. I yeah. forget his name. I was like, you're going to give them up, bud. You're not cut out for it, bud. And, he, you know, they scored 4-2, scored again 4-3. Chirping hard, scored again, tied it up, went to overtime. The Wings lost in overtime, but <laughs> still, I was, dude, I was, I had like seven beers. I was yeah. just, we were like six rows behind the, behind the net. That's what I'm thinking. We got to get tickets that are, are close to the visitor's bench or oh, something yeah. like that so oh, you can chirp for sure. at them. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. the heavyweight meetup? Yeah. Yes, because yeah. you know we're turning That's up. That's content. 
My very first Rebbe's game was, uh, shout out to my guy Vince Randazzle, his parents obviously on the Randazzle chain, or his cousins, whatever the fuck it was. So they had row zero, like on the, the ice. This is at back uh, at the Joe. And I'll never forget. I, I don't remember, I guess I forgot already. Don't know what team it was. But, uh, <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll just never forget, like, being row zero, you see the ice, you know what I'm saying, like, on, on yeah. the edge of the wall, and just fucking pounding on the glass, and then the, uh, the, it's going on the shootout. Mm. And the goalie was, like, let, you know, doing his little whatever fucking warm ups and looping around, and he was just looking at me, shaking his head. And yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was, um, I went to the last um, playoff game that was the Red Wings at yeah. home. It was at the Joe. They played the Lightning, and I was all I was in the the nosiest, bleediest seats in Joe Louis Arena. Like yeah, top what top That's last row, right in the corner. Me and my boy Mustache slammed a pint of Hennessy XO before we went in. And <laughs> wait, who'd you go with? Uh, mustache and his okay, brother yeah. Eddie, and we were there buying me beer. I was like seventeen, I think, or eighteen or something. But they were buying me beers. I was slamming beers. There are two Lightning fans, like four rows. We are fucking. Oh, I was chirping them, dude. And it was funny because, like, you know, they're they're two grown men, and they turn and they hear like I was chirping them, talking shit, and the mustache like he's 17 years old. They'll whoop your ass. And they turn around, they see you know, but like, I'm a bigger guy, so like, yeah, bigger ass 17 year old talking shit to you. <laughs> Go back to Florida. Like I was, oh man! They, I mean, the Red Wings lost, but <laughs> Mrazek made save of the year. Dude, he dove across the uh, crease and slapped it with his Whatever stick. Whatever happened to him? Mrazek, he got. Uh, I don't know if they traded him or just let him go, but I mean, he's on Carolina not. for a little while. Okay, he's. I mean, he's solid. He's a solid goalie, but I was talking Uso's to better. somebody at work because um, I know the Red Wings took Costa. I promise you guys, I'm just gonna take this. Uh, sorry, just a little bit more hockey talk. I promise you, we're talking Detroit Lions. Don't apologize. I love this. T Higgins. Trade Detroit Lions talk, whatever. We'll get to it later. But um, there's another goalie the Wings passed on, that Edmonton passed on. They took we took Kosa Walbrett or something like that. Yeah. Or, or and there was like a I was talking to the guy at work. And he's like, that's the only move I hate that Stevie did passing up on that guy. Is no. he is he him? He's I mean yeah he's he's good. But is Kosa looking bad? I know that there was a time where you were like oh. No, Kosa looks great. All the potential still there with him. Kosa looks great, and he's fucking six six. Like, yeah. Kosa is the guy of the future. Like I said, I what Steve Eiserman did in Tampa with Bishop and Vasilevsky, he's trying to do with Huso and Kosa. So, like, like Bishop was was a great goaltender mm-hmm. for Tampa for a while, and then they made the move to Vas, and obviously the rest is history. Vasilevsky, one of the best goaltenders of all time, yeah, multiple Stanley Cup wins, and that's what. Stevie's doing. He's laying the same blueprint here with Huso and Kosa. Yeah. It's funny we always like call Clomp, uh, we, you know, the hashtag Clomp Sauce. If you guys are new here, I'll just let somebody in the chat explain it to you. Maybe Clomp Sauce explain it to you. But uh, um, he said, I love grape. <laughs> Talking about the, yeah. <laughs> of all guys. No, like, like, it's great. No, a lot of people, a lot of people <laughs> love, love Don great Cherry. great drink. <laughs> a lot of people love Don Cherry, but I hate him. He's, he's a loser. JB, you're done. Talk you? shit about the Rebels all the time for too many Russians, too many Swedes. You talk shit about Nick Lidstrom. How, Were you how a, do you talk shit about Nick Lidstrom? He's literally Mr. Perfect. perfect. Human, yeah. Were you alive when he was talking shit about the... Oh, the Rush 5? Five? No. Yeah. No. But my dad hated him. So. <laughs> just carry on. Yeah. yeah just keep the, religion, keep the religion on. I was there when he was talking shit about Zetterberg, Datsuk, and Lidstrom, though. Like, yeah. He's just a loser. JB. He's, like, he's like, hockey is Canada. Like, Canada is hockey. Like, that's oh, his thing. He's one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... 
Canada's up there, but Swedes Not anymore. nationalist. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Swedophobes. Swedes, Russians. Obviously, Canada's. I'm pretty sure Canada's won gold, but still. You're living in the past, old man. Like, it's, it was the Russian Revolution, the Swedish Revolution. There's a lot of checks now. Like, eh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> some good guy. checks on the rivers. JB, you ready to be a hockey fan? Actually, I kind of am. I went to that uh, MSU U of M hockey game like a couple weekends ago. It was actually pretty fun. Yeah. But I, I heard that was never... a wild game. Dude, I heard yeah, Michigan was playing was. dirty. College hockey is awesome, man. It was I a believe. good game. College hockey is a different. There's a is different it dirty? Is it like like you know a little bit more? Yeah, I mean because it's it's more real scrappy. fast. It's real fast paced. There's not a lot of defense being played. Yeah. So it's just they're after it. Is there an Alabama of? I'm sorry, college hockey. Alabama of college hockey. I mean, there's a couple, obviously, like uh, Boston College, always really good. Minnesota is always really oh, good. Oh, yeah, Minnesota. Um, Western Michigan's got a dog ass squad this year. For a minute, they're like They've top five for a minute, in the country they? right now. Yeah, yeah, and you know, there's always, there's always great teams in hockey. Michigan's always up there, but yeah, uh, North Dakota, North Dakota State. What? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. North Dakota, yeah, dude. What, what do, do you think ever, they're doing up there? Is there ever yeah, what you else out? they got? That's very true. Denver, but, yeah. Is Denver ever really out how team. much you you don't know about fucking like North Dakota or yeah, South Dakota? Uh, yeah. Like, I know what the climate's like up there. Is yeah. it snow? <laughs> do, they, do they get snow up there? Mm-hmm. Is My, there pond hockey in North Dakota, or is it all like indoor rich kid hockey? Does anybody know? What's what's North Dakota's climate? Is it snow there? I think so. Yeah. It's, is yeah, look up? What yeah, are you doing? definitely has to. What's got you distracted right now? Uh, Trying to spell the? No, it's my <laughs> my my neighbor, Adam. You know, Adam, yeah, yeah. Mike, my neighbor, their cousin, is one of the best collegiate hockey goalies of all time. Who? His name's Cam Johnson. He played in North Dakota, won a couple chips, broke Jimmy Howard's consecutive shutout minutes and consecutive shutout periods records in college hockey. He's a dog. Mike Hilton, very windy. I was trying very to see where he's who, who's Rustin uh, Burks, North Dakota snows constantly. It's very cold. Lots yeah. of ice. <laughs> Mike Hilton, all caps. <laughs> he's terrified of the place. <laughs> <laughs> very cold. Lots of Don't ice. Cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like like Denver's always really good. Michigan's one of the you know hockey hockey greats. There's all right. Well, PFF introduced a, a possible Maine. trade. T. Higgins to the Detroit Lions this is one we will discuss when we get back, but not before I tell you guys about Swiss insurance. The reason why you develop a team through the draft is because you're, you're insuring the star players you may already have. You have somebody in place to, to take their place, whether you move on from them or if they get hurt, they just don't pan out. All right, that's what Mark does too. He's basically Stevie Y, so you should get your insurance through him. Yeah. Hit up my guy Mark at SwissINS.com. It's Mark at SwissINS.com. It's Woodward Heavyweights. We'll be right back talking deep. T Higgins, the Detroit Lions. Woodward Avenue, the first paved road in America. Woodward Sports, the first sports network born in Detroit and made for Detroit. Introducing the Planet Fitness Guide to getting that post-workout glow. Step one, what's your why? More epic energy, better sleep, blow off steam? Step two, join Planet Fitness for just $10 a month and get moving in our clean and spacious clubs. Step three, bask in that post-workout glow. Join Planet Fitness today for just $10 a month. Join today at any of the 50 plus Detroit area locations. 
have an opinion? Make sure it's seen and heard. Corner, jumper, Tweet us, hop on the YouTube chat, slide in the DMS at Woodward Sports on all social media. The Foley Warehouse in Hamtramck is the home of the original football bowling pin game called Bowling. Multiple different ways you can play. They've got $12 open unlimited play and private lane reservation for $120. If you get thirsty, they got a $2 mystery beer vending machine and multiple fully loaded bars for you to choose from. So make sure you go check them out in Hamtramck or visit them online at foleywarehouse.com. What up, though, everybody? Welcome back to the Wilbur Heavyweights live on WilburSports.com. I swim the greatest collegiate I used to swim in the summers with Cam Johnson, one of the best goaltenders in the history of collegiate hockey. The man to my left is Speakeasy. I would just say hang out. Chris Platty in the TD booth and JV Smooth on the ones and twos. Do you not know how to swim? I'm black, Spencer. No. We had a black kid on our swim team. Um, no, I think I know. He's like, we had one. I, I, how do you know if you know how to swim? Just, you just don't drown? Like, I haven't drowned yeah, yet. It, I yeah. mean, swimming's like, it's kind of a... Competitively uh, swim? No. Like, I'm not well, racing, no, I'm not, buddy. Yeah, it's... Competitive swimming's different. Yeah. I can float. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah. You won't go down because my dick can't float. Please. <laughs> Almost out of gas, so call the Rachels. <laughs> 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 we had a... You gotta cut that and send it to her. We used to have. She'll um, even get it. She, she probably won't. won't. No, she's she's actually seen she's seen it a couple times. She likes that movie, but we had a thing where we would have to tread water in the diving well, holding a forty-five pound weight above our heads. You and who? That was like you know the good swimmers. We do it. Like the rest of the kids. We're, were not. Like, we're not. The rest of the kids were learning how to swim, but like, we're not transitioning from hockey it's to tough, swimming. Man. Right it's, now. Have you ever have you ever tried to do something like that? Yeah, I did in football. Tread water. Oh, tread water. <laughs> yeah. With the 45 year head. No, hell no. That sounds Yeah, like it we're in like yeah. the diving well, so it's like, you know, 14 feet deep. And so you're floating and treading water and you're holding a 45 pound weight over your head, so you're just. JB, would you ever? Kicking the whole time. No. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> can you swim? No. Hell no. <laughs> Have you seen a. But, but, but it, like, you can like swim, right? You get, like, you're not like. Yeah, I'm not like Same time competitive not, like, swimming, like yeah, trying yeah. to do all that. No, I'm Have not you seen that movie with uh, Ashton Kutcher where he's the rescue diver? All right. Fuck, no. You've We're never not... seen that? Dude, that's a great movie. It's a classic. That is a classic. Yeah, Guardian. Guardian. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, every swimmer loves that fucking movie. That's a great movie. But they do the like the training swimmers, where they're yeah. pushing the cinder block under the water. Yeah. And one of them has to be touching it all the time. Me and my boy did that in the diving well with, uh, we didn't have cinder blocks, but we used a a traffic cone with two diving bricks in it. That shit was tough, dude. All right, Woodward Sports Chat Poll. What would you rather hear? Spencer talk about swimming or Chris name off 22 players' names in a row? No, I'm just saying. That was, that was tough. This, we do have a graphic for Chris. Yeah. I know for a fact because I sent Kevin this one Costner's while I was at work. Too, yeah, yeah yep. Kevin Costner's in that one. I know what we were talking about. It's funny because one of my other best friends is a swimmer and He's you gotta watch this movie. I never fucking wanted to watch that movie. That's a great movie. I was man. like, bro, can we not watch this movie? Like, like, please. Either way, moving on. No more swimming. No more hockey. Black to normal people sports. Black to normal black people to sports. <laughs> Back to black people sports. <laughs> PFF with a hypothetical trade. T. Higgins to the Detroit Lions in exchange for looks like a first round pick and a 20. fourth round pick. Yeah, was it a 2024 first? Yeah, 2024. Sure. 2024. Or 2023 first, 2024 fourth. Is this one of those crazy ones? Is this, I mean, like, it's, this trips me out a little bit because PFS is supposed to be like a, uh, 
statistical website, a stat yeah. website. Like that's like what they do. And then you, I'm They're supposed to take them nerds. Yeah, I'm supposed to take their nerd analysts serious because that's all they are. They're by the numbers. Yeah, irrefutable. But when they do shit like this, Reputa. that's not by the numbers. That's just some bullshit. Reputa the beauty. I'm not telling you I, I would hate to have T Higgins here in Detroit. I just don't. I don't it's not even like a, in the realm of possibilities for me. I, I'm, I don't even see this as a. Is am I tripping right now? Is this no, as, you're not tripping. There's. T. Higgins is not coming to Detroit. It's not a trade that needs to be made. It's not a, a trade that needs to be addressed. They're probably going to re-sign DJ Chark. It sounds like they want to re-sign DJ Chark, and that is something that obviously T. Higgins is a very, very good player. He's a, he's a great receiver. Would be a number one receiver on a lot of teams in the NFL. But you know, it, it's not something that the Lions are in the business of right now. They still have holes to fill, and wide receiver isn't as gaping of a hole hey. as, as some people say. There are other options out there, like we talked about, you know, re-signing DJ Chark. Uh, a lot of people talked about Robert Woods. Robert Woods got cut by the uh, by the Titans today. JB was talking about that earlier. If, if you want to uh, sign Robert Woods, he's going to uh, cost a lot less than DJ Chark, but he's also it. 40 years old. Yes. So, you know. On a decline. If he can take a walker out with them on the field, then maybe, but. Why are people even talking about Robert Woods? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I don't even understand Jared Goff. Robert Woods hasn't done shit since like 2019, and even 2019, I feel well, like that was more of like a hurt, system situation. And then he had before he was hurt. This this past year, he wasn't hurt. He played all 17 games, yeah, started 15 but, of them, didn't do dick. Yeah, but nobody on that team did dick as a wide receiver. Well, here's the thing though: like a good wide receiver can do dick. Pause. Like AJ Brown, I mean, he's not AJ Brown. Never has been anything close to AJ Brown. Yeah, but like just something well, good. Well, Tannehill I, was in and out. Throughout the year, for sure. But AJ Brown, I thought you said Antonio Brown after saying after AJ Brown. He's not nowhere near AJ Brown. I've never thought of Bobby Trees, Robert Woods as like anywhere near a type of guy that I would give a fuck to one on my team. Be honest with you guys, Mm -hmm. part of my français. Mm -hmm. But like, I know, ew, what the fuck? Why? Yeah, why? So you're no on Bobby Trees. Hundred percent no on Bobby Trees. No on T Higgins. Intriguing, but you gotta remember too. Like one of the reasons why the Bengals are exploring trade them is because the dude wants so much goddamn money. Yeah, and that, I don't think that's something that Brad Holmes likes to do. He hasn't done it yet in free agency. Uh, he's never really broken the bank for any free agents of the Detroit Lions yet. Like with our own players. You don't like paying people. I don't. I don't. Don't care. But if they're worth paying, yeah. I don't care. Still don't I, care. Like when Diamond Kasu got paid, fuck yeah, pay that man. When Calvin yeah. Johnson got paid, fuck yeah, pay that man. Outside of like those Still don't care. type of names, I mean, those are Hall of Famers. Though. Yeah. Like, I'm saying, like, yeah. I'll pay a Hall of Famer all day, but again, Deron Payne, eat a dick. Sorry, like, you were never have never been in Dominican Sioux. I'm not paying you the Dominican Sioux money. You're just that's not the caliber of player you are. T Higgins, you're good. I think he's better receiver than Deron Payne's a defensive tackle, yeah, but eat a dick. I'm good. <laughs> like, I don't, would you so you'd rather re sign Shark? Out of any of those options, yeah, or you can also draft somebody. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not holding that you're out of the cards either. You're a big shark guy, though. You're, you're, I am a you're big shark, shark guy. camp. Yeah, I am. I'm a baby shark camp. Yeah. Um, I just, I feel like, listen, watching what I seen in the, in the off season, which clearly didn't translate too much into the regular season because of yeah. injury whatsoever. Still don't care. Don't care. <laughs> but shark and, and golf got a connection. Yes. If, if anybody who's listening right now, they were there in training camp. You saw it. Anybody saw like the second half of the season with Chark actually coming back healthy? You've seen that as well. You he think played a lot very of the, well. Yeah, a lot of the clutch touchdowns or clutch situations. Like, yeah, Amonra ate. Amonra got some of those too. But the other guy outside of that was Chark. Mm-hmm. He got the one touchdown against the Bills. Hit that little, I don't even know what dance that is. 
Corvette, Corvette. Another situation with the Bills. Yeah. You know, for, on, on that fourth down play, what was that third down? That fourth was the fourth down. That was fourth down. He threw with the Chark. Who was open? Didn't make their own. We, we digress. <laughs> but, no, go, I mean, Goff and Chark have chemistry. They I, do. I, I just look at it from this standpoint, like, if Lions fans truly feel like they're competing, then like you, yeah, you should be in on these types of players or these types of situations, and that's Jalen Ramsey included. Like, yeah. If you feel like you're that close, you're looking at the, the odds to go to the NFC, win the NFC, which means you're going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. These are the types of moves you make. You, you you go all in. Outside of like trading a lot of our draft capital that we have right now, just because I feel like you could build upon this team with those. Mm-hmm. Th- those are moves you can make without having to give up those draft assets. You don't have to fuck them picks to you re-sign DJ Chark. You don't have to fuck them picks to get Jalen Ramsey. You're not giving up a first-rounder, Yeah, at least. I, in my opinion, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think so either. I, I think that's – that's like I said, T. Higgins is a very good player. He, he brings a lot to an offense. He can do a lot of different things. But, man, it's – that is a lot to give up. He is exactly what the Lions need in their receiving core, though, is that big body guy that you can put on the outside and can make contested catches. But I don't know about giving up a first and a fourth for him. And Joey had a, uh, Joey two times the Little World Sports Chat had a good point. He said there there's going to be some cap casualties at wide receiver soon as well. And, yeah, there's going to be more guys like Robert Woods, but possibly in, you know, possibly not geriatrics that that get cut because they're they're making too much money or teams need to get under the salary cap or whatever it is that is the same situation as Robert Woods where you get cut because the team can't afford you so there there's definitely going to be more options out there but out of these three whether you're signing Bobby Trees trading for TJ uh, T Higgins yeah or just re-signing Chark I would just re-sign Chark yeah He's, he's going to be cheaper than T. Higgins. Yes. He's oh, got that same sure. type of frame as T. Higgins. You've seen him be productive in this offense already. This is the top five offense we're talking about. Adding T. Higgins is that, like, you can't really go up too much more from top five. Mm-hmm. Would it be nice? Sure. Do I need it? I mean, I'm top five already. Yeah. Do I need it? No. I'd rather, if I'm going to spend some big money somewhere, I'm going to do it with. Yeah. If you're going to trade for somebody, it should be Jalen Ramsey. Not, yeah, that's not a top Higgins. three guy as a position. Again, no disrespect to T. Higgins. I think T. Higgins is out cold. That, T. Like, Higgins, like, I honestly feel he could be a top five receiver if he's given an offense where he's the focal uh, point. I don't know about that. Top five. Spinning. He can put up top five numbers, yeah. Top it's five. Top, there's, there's a lot of great receivers. Dude, yeah, like, we, we had the whole he debate was better, last night. Like, when, yeah. when oh, he was man. putting up better numbers <laughs> than Chase when Chase was out. Yeah. Is he? Yes. Are you pulling out your ass? No, he was putting up better numbers than Jamar Chase. <laughs> what are the numbers? When I need Jamar the numbers. Chase Find some out. proof. Screenshot sent to Chris. I don't believe that. It's bullshit. No fucking way this guy had more numbers. than. Well, to be fair, I'll, I'll accept it as, as a possibility only because I see Jamar Chase getting double teamed out there. I don't know if that's the case with T. Higgins. Well, when Jamar Chase isn't out there, T. Higgins is going to get double teamed. I don't know. I don't know if he's good enough to double team. Jamar Chase good enough to double team. Jamar Chase shitting on double teams. We had a debate last night. Best wide receiver in the league. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams. All system players. Me personally, yeah, that pissed me off. That pissed me off. Speaking, I'm going to let you look for that stat, but for anybody listening, all right, Lucas, the, the Ohioan up here, try telling us that the reason for Justin Jefferson's success last year was because of Kevin O'Connell's system. While also admitting that the Vikings were in, what, 11 or 14 one-score games? And losing situations, or, or like you're passing a lot in those situations, right? It's only like two, less than 200 more yards in the previous year. That's nothing to the fucking system. When you're losing games, you're passing a lot. You saw this here in Detroit. That's why Matt Stafford was, was coined Pat or Stat Padford. Yeah. For that type of reason. I, I, T whatever. Higgins, um, T Higgins, week eight through 12 with Chase out, had 26 catches for 371 yards, two touchdowns. The whole season of a stat line like that. 
would have been 110 receptions for 1,576 yards and eight, eight touchdowns. For Jace? Yeah, if it would no for T. Higgins, if that would have been like if you were to take that sample, extrapolated okay, over yeah. a whole season. Okay, well, what's the whole, what's the whole season number? Would have been 110 receptions, 1,576 yards, 18 or eight touchdowns. That's top five receiver. I don't know if he's top five, but who's to say? What's the Wilbur's, what's, what's the chat poll saying? What do we have with that one? Seventy six percent no. Yeah. Top five guys, top five offense. I don't, I don't yeah. need to add to you against that. PFF, again, credible. They're obviously credible at this point. We're discussing it. They have countless followers. I actually enjoy one of their podcasts a lot. I don't know the name of it. Apologize. Not shouting that one out. It's not the heavyweights, but when they do shit like this, it gets a little tom tomfoolery for me. At least, like you're supposed to be by the numbers. You're not supposed to be hypothetical dream trades. Yeah, because this is not even a. Joey's got a good point, too. Instead of trading away a first-rounder for T. Higgins, then paying him top money, just draft Quentin Johnston. Literally. And have cheaper five. Yeah, you Literally. You can get a receiver, a big-bodied, great receiver in the first round with that number one pick rather than trading it away. I'd rather do that 10 times out of 10. Yeah. There's not even a slight chance. I'd fuck, yeah, T. Higgins is going to break the bank, too. Whoever signs and I don't even know him, what Johnson's going to be. Whoever signs him is going to pay him close to $30 million a year. I, I'm not top five, but could it be top ten elsewhere? John, who, T. Higgins? Yeah, oh, yes. no doubt. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm conceding, He's top ten's there. I'm conceding to that. So that's why I, I guess I can understand him, like him wanting top ten money because he knows. Oh, yeah. He's like a top I said, he is a great receiver. He's, a, he's a, easily a top. What are you doing? I'm scratching my nose. Should I reshape your face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mr. Great. I've been playing a lot of Harry Potter. Polyjuice potions acting up. <laughs> but it's... Um, T. Higgins is a fantastic receiver, but he, he's going to require a lot of money and giving up assets to pay him a $30 million a year contract or whatever he's looking for, which is going to be around that much. I don't know if I can do that. And then did we do we burn a segment on Bobby Trees to this, or did we say fuck that right now? Uh, say, we'll Let's say. talk about during break. You tell yeah. us about... Uh... Lady Janes. Lady Janes. You can come to Lady Janes for an award-winning haircut experience and register for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to win a down payment on your dream home up to $200,000. Lady Janes is open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. No appointment necessary. So Lady Janes, it's wicked awesome. Wicked awesome. Saturdays at 1 p.m. Make sure you're watching WoodwardSports.com for our new show. Chomping puck. He shoots. He scores. With four-time Stanley Cup champion Darren McCarty and Michael Gentry. Chomping puck is taking the Detroit hockey community and giving them a voice. Pros to Joes. You'll get the best Detroit hockey coverage around. Chomping puck. Saturdays 1 p.m. on WoodwardSports.com. The sports marketing agency would not be who we are without great community partners like Higuera Health and Carol Zaniga. It's an awesome opportunity to partner with your organization. Higuera Health is a, a comprehensive behavioral health organization. We serve children through older adults with mental health, substance use, and uh, developmental disabilities across Western Wayne counties and really excited to now be in Downriver communities as well. Give us a call at 734-458. We don't like to brag that we are the toughest sports network in Detroit, but we do have a guy named Darren McCarty on our side. Lemieux and McCarty, who've had a good knockdown drag up. There they go, right on the wall. They were talking to one another. Woodward Sports. We do it. 
Alright, we are doing it! What up, everybody? Welcome back to Wilbur Davidways Live on WilbursSports.com. I am Spencer Axter. He is Speak Easy. Chris Platty in the booth and JB Smooth on the ones and twos. Yes, sir. Appreciate you all for tapping Smash in the like today. Smash already. the like bucket. 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 Slash the like bucket. Slash the like bucket. And <laughs> <laughs> we smell toast. <laughs> we just got done talking about the potential of the Red Wings. Ma- <laughs> maybe, maybe I am having a struggle. Black to sports. Black <laughs> to sports talk. We just got done talking about the potential of the Detroit Lions making a move wide receiver. PFF put a hypothetical trade for T. Higgins out there, and it's kind of bullshit. So, not going to happen. We talked about Bobby Trees. Robert Woods got cut by the Titans today, along with Taylor Lewan. Mm-hmm. Taylor Lewan got cut? Yeah. What? Yeah. He does, he does get hurt often. He does get hurt often. He's but making damn. 15 million a year. Cut, you need to cut him. 15 million years up there. That's a lot. They're, they're 25 million over the cap. They cut three people, another four under. Uh, mm, I'd rather cut Tannehill. Nah, maybe not. Tannehill's probably more guaranteed. I don't think there's any dead cap on Taylor Lewan's deal. Yeah, but still, like, that's the thing when people make those cuts, it's they're still like net savings, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of people get the dead cap. Why would they take on the dead cap? You forget, like, there's literally net savings attached to those types of moves. So, I'm curious where Taylor's going to go. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Taylor will go somewhere. Because Orlando Woods. Brown's a free agent uh, from the Chiefs. Yeah. Maybe he goes to uh, Kansas City. Kansas City. I doubt he's still doing podcast if he's playing for a Super Bowl caliber team. Yeah, yeah, he would. What? Well, maybe Kansas City doesn't want to pick him up. I don't, why would, I don't know. I feel like he'd make more bit. money off his podcast than he would off his next contract. No way. 15 mil? That's a lot of cake. Yeah. I don't I mean, know if they're that big yet. Bussin', they make a lot of money. Maybe on merch. Bussin' with the boys. But. I'm curious now. All right. So. He's a heavyweight. Gotta get him on the show. Bobby Trees got cut. Yeah. A lot of people are. No. Oh, come, come to Detroit. Come play in Detroit. Why? He obviously used to play with Jared Goff. His best years were with Jared Goff. He had three seasons in a row in L.A. Where uh, 2018, he had 86 catches, 1,200 yards. 2019, he had 90 catches, 1,100 yards. And then 2020, he had 90 catches for 900 yards. But he's 30 years old. He just got cut. Yeah. Last year, he only had 53 catches for 500 yards and two touchdowns. Played 17 games. Only... He played 17 games. Yeah, 17 games. games. Yes. Yeah. He's Yikes. not... Like, maybe this was the old version of, of Bobby Trees. We want the sure. old Robert Woods. We want the old Bobby Trees. He's not... That Bobby Trees. Yeah. So, no Bobby Trees. I don't want no Robert Woods. Not on this team. Hell fucking no. Assistant wide receiver coach, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, we're all down for former players, but, and all due respect to Bobby Trees, I'm not, I can't run no damn routes. I ain't, I ain't doing I'm fat Keenan Allen. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't no, no real deal <laughs> at all. But, no, 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 no. Yeah. Why? He's 17 games he played last year, guys. Yeah. There's no. Hold up from nothing. He didn't do shit. He re, he got what? How many targets? 91 targets, too. Like It's not like they weren't looking at him that much. Yeah. No, I'm good. I... On top of the fact, like, like any offensive player... He's only six foot. Like It's not like he's an elite. That's what I'm saying. We have Amara St. Brown. Because he's, he's more of a slot guy, too, if I'm not mistaken. Got Jameson Williams. Got Jameson Williams. I'm I'm assuming DJ Chark's coming back. I, I can't say that for sure. I feel like DJ Chark can command some some bread out on the on the market. Matter of fact, JB, you posted a link in the um, our group chat that, about the 33rd team 
Uh, was it Greg Jennings, like, power rankings for free agent wide receivers? Uh, I think so. Let me go back and Did you, take a do, look you at uh, do you know who was number one on that list? Uh, I do not. Give me one second. But you're, you're looking at Bobby Trees. It's going to be a cheap look. contract. It's not like he's coming in here expecting to be a number one receiver, so he'd probably be a three or four. Who would you rather have as your third or fourth receiver? No, yeah. Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond, or Robert Woods? All the above of Robert Woods. You take Josh Reynolds and Khalif Raymond over Robert Woods? Yes. Robert Woods ain't doing shit. And this is another thing, too. Like I, I Context matters. I, I, I'm cool with like throwing stats, and, and I'll like sit there, and, and I'll observe them and analyze them a bit, but I, I feel like context, you have to give context with a lot of these stats. And, and part of the context of, of Bobby Tree's resume is a Sean McVay. I mean, it's part of Jared Goff's resume, too. Like mm-hmm. uh, Jared Goff without Sean McVay or, or, or Ben Johnson, <laughs> boo-boo, yeah. sheet, yeah. don't want it, nope, Turn down. good, you thirsty. Yeah, you thirsty. Bobby Trees without Sean McVay, he boo-boo, he shit, he turned okay. down. I don't want that. I'm thirsty. good. Like, the context of those situations, I feel like you just have to Again, though, I, I think and he's 30, I do like cut him no a little purpose. slack for the offense that he was in. No. I don't. Good. 30 years old, Spinny. I don't want him. No. There's no point. Why? You're wasting time. There's so many other able-bodied free agents I would pick up over a 30-year-old Bobby Even if it costs you like $5 million? No. Because it's not, it's not no. like he's going to be asking. No. It's not like he's going to be asking for $10 million a year or anything Again, like that. You said it yourself. Four, he'd be like, what, fourth in the depth chart? He would be at... Yeah. Fourth I can get that production out of somebody on a. On you gotta a think, if they re-sign Shark, mm-hmm. it would be you know Amon-Ra, J-Mo, Shark. If, if they re-sign Shark, I'm not paying five million for a guy that's gonna be fourth on my depth chart. Yeah, that's true. Like, I'm just I'm good. I'm, I I can draft that type of production, and, and sit on that, and maybe that becomes more than what Bobby Trees is. I don't. There's no. Is there? Did we do a poll for Bobby Trees? We don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have to. I'm I'm already. I kind of know what the hell it's going to be. I feel like everyone's in, on this train of, of no. Is there people in the chat saying yeah? Is he, actually, people are like, saying kick the tires. Some people are saying kick the tires, but most people are saying no. We do have that top 10 free agents, though. A veteran minimum? Who, who made this list now, too? Uh, this is by Greg Jennings. Okay, it's Greg Jennings. Oh, team. Shit. Greg Jennings! Number Put the one. team on his back, though! Juju Smith-Schuster, number two. Number one, Jacoby Myers. Two, Juju. Three, Alan Lazard. Where's four, Jacoby Myers? DJ Chark. Huh? Oh. Oh, shit. The big-ass picture. He's five, number one? Five, Paris Campbell. Six, Darius fuck? Slayton. Seven, Marvin Jones. Eight, Hardman. Nine, Noah Brown. And ten, Juice Landry. Bless him. Jacoby Myers, number one. You don't agree with that? No. I think Jacoby Myers is pretty good. Yeah, but you're like, you're... Let's be real about him, though. He's not. I think he's good. Not number one, and I'd rather have DJ Chark over Jacoby Myers. Is he a big red zone guy? Yeah. Is he fast? No. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. This AJ's you know, got me piped up a little bit, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he ran a 4.6, so he's not that fast. He's not fast. I, I would take DJ Chark. I would probably too. 10 times out of 10 over Jacoby Myers. But Jacoby Myers. I, he, I get the red zone threat ability out of him, I get the deep ball threat out of him. These are literally a former Pro Bowler. Jacoby Myers is younger. And Alan Lazard over DJ Chark. What the fuck world yeah, are we that, living in? Yeah, that that's one. weird. G- Greg Jennings. I don't, relax, I don't like this. Relax. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm chilling. Relax. I'm chilling. But what? Greg Jennings is the man. 
put the team on the is back. He though. put the team on his back though. What? With what? a broken leg. Where's this coming from? <laughs> you never seen those videos? Of, you of never? Greg Jennings playing the guy playing Madden. Oh, that's a great. No. Dude, with Greg that Jennings? is one of the best. Vi- Greg Jennings with a broken leg though. How's he running with a broken leg? I remember oh, that shit. video too. <laughs> Darren Sharper, one of the hardest hitting safeties with the league. I thought that was from the um. The Marshawn Lynch run? Yeah. He did that. Was, the first one he did was him playing Madden, and it was about Greg Jennings. So, all right. And here. then he dubbed the Marshawn Lynch run. So, Darren Alan Lazard Shama. last year played 15 games, 788 yards, 60 receptions. Yeah. That's in 15 games. Um, DJ Chark in just 10 games, 11 games, 500 yards, 30 receptions. Jacoby, like Meyer, Jacoby Myers in 14 games had... 67 receptions for 800 yards and six touchdowns. Yeah, Gucci on that. That's not good. <laughs> Wait. He was wide receiver one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. It's not good. I'm good. Only 96 list? targets. You know what? If people could just make these lists, I, I like, I'm going to make a list. I like Jacoby Myers, though. Number one, DJ Chark. Uh, DJ Chark's the number one wide receiver in this free agent class. Look at these guys. At least on this list that I'm looking at. Yeah. Come on. You taking Al Lazard over DJ Chark? No. I'll put it back up again. There's a debate to be had maybe for Juju. No. Maybe. I, I personally hate You have Juju's all the weird off-the-field stuff. Yeah. Maybe you don't care about that. I like Jacoby Myers a lot. You're taking Jacoby Myers over DJ Chark? You know you're not. You already said you're not. Come on, Spenny. Maybe. 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 I don't know. <laughs> DJ Chark is the number one wide receiver in this year's free agency class. Unless there's a, another big name on here that I'm just not seeing. I've taken DJ Chark over Myers. I'm taking DJ Chark over Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm taking DJ Chark over Alan Lazard. I'm taking him over Paris Campbell. I'm taking him over Darius Slayton. Over I like Paris Agent, Campbell, too. Marvin Jones. Darius Slayton. Over Mikkel Hardman. Noah Brown, Jarvis Lam- What? Am I tripping right now? No. JB, I think it's arguable that he's number one. It's between him and Myers. I, I personally like Myers. I think it's between him and Juju. No. Myers. Myers was the number one wide receiver for them last year. He had 67 catches and 800 yards. So was DJ Chark. DJ Chark was the number one wide receiver for the Lions? Yeah. Get the... F- I mean, Alan, Alan Ross, Ross St. Brown is playing the poor ball. He's the, he's the slot guy. He's the number one wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. He's the slot guy. How the fuck if he's a slot guy? He's the number one option. He's your t- DJ Chark was your top outside receiver, which is the same as. No, it's not the same. Your number one receiver the is Jacoby the number one Myers. guy you go to. In my opinion, IMO, BO, stank ass motherfucker. <laughs> JB, are, are you taking these guys over DJ Chark? Uh, definitely not Jacoby Myers. May- I would look at Alan Lazar, but that's probably about it for me. I'm just getting 15 mil. I, I know I said it before, and maybe it's a little bit more blindly based off a Christian Kirk deal. But now looking at the, the rest of the draft class, can we agree that this guy's at least getting 15 mil? I mean, look at this shit. This is pathetic. There's got to be more names than this. I'll check during the break. Unless he loves the D, pause. Hey, yo. This dude's getting 15 M's. And he deserves them. That's just what the going rate is these days. Tell us about custom health, though. Is I that will. when we come back? Because custom health centers can help you shed some LVs. Just like they help Ryan Armani 
Chris never has the back wall ready. This guy is an idiot. I'm trying to do something. So you know who isn't anybody that hits up custom health centers? Because look at Ryan Armani. He went from Corey Spaghetti to Corey Maggetti. But in all seriousness, Ryan Armani enlisted the custom health centers help, and he's down upwards of 20 pounds. You can do the same. Call them at 844-789-8446. That's 844-789-8446. Call custom health centers today and let them help you. We are the network for Detroit. By Detroiters. Welcome to the Woodward Sports Network. You don't have to go to the beach, man. You don't have to get your butt crack full of sand. You just need the little chili peppers, man, to get that glowing beach chili peppers tan. With 26 locations in the Metro Detroit area and more coming, Chili Peppers Tanning is where you'll find the cleanest salons in the D. Join the Pepper Club for the best deals on unlimited tanning. Head to ChiliPeppersTanning.com. You just need a little Chili Peppers, man. Since the dawn of moving people, Chevrolet has led the way. The world of transportation is changing. At Feldman Chevrolet... We are leading the charge forward. With every electric vehicle, every mile traveled, one Feldman at a time. The company that puts more Chevys on Michigan roads is now the number one name for Chevy electric vehicles. Get a shot up. This is for the win. All of Detroit sports teams live on Woodward. All of Detroit sports coverage lives on Woodward Sports. Driving the best in Detroit sports coverage. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Woodward Heavyweights Live on WoodwardSports.com. Easy, Matt. You guys are beating me. I'm not mad. I'm not, no, no, I'm not, no, no, I'm not mad. Don't say that. Bruce Lee stuff, I was mad. <laughs> Only because people just don't even know what they're talking about. But I'm not telling you Detroit Lions to pay chart 15 minutes. I, it's possible they pay DJ Chark 15 million. And, and I'm not even, like, I'm talking about like breaking down the deal and it looking like 15. I'd rather trade for T Higgins to pay him than pay DJ Chark 15 million. You literally just said the opposite earlier. <laughs> but not trade, I'm not paying 15 million. You're, you'd be trading, like, this is T Higgins' like, second contract. Fairly young guy, right? Yeah. So you, I, this, I think you'd be giving up more in a trade for Higgins than you would for Ramsey. Probably, yeah. And then you'd be paying him. More than that 15 million. Yes. I think he's a way better receiver. I'm not doing that. What do you mean? You're bumping yourself 20 and above. And when I say 15, it's a 15. I'm not paying DJ Shark 15 million. That's all I'm saying. You are. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, if, I'll if, tell you if right he's now, coming I'm back not. here. Right now. Yeah, like you're saying I am. I'm not. If he says I'm not coming back unless you pay me 15 million, I'm going to well, say so are. Very possible Brad Holmes is. I wouldn't. I don't get why it's like I wouldn't like I don't. This is the going weight rate for wide receivers. Wait. It's not. It's the going weight for wide receivers. Yeah. It's not. Christian Kirk just got paid twenty mil. Yeah. And this is breaking it down per. And again, the contracts aren't going to look like that. I'm saying per for like basis, I guess. But DJ Chark contract more than likely, like all of the contracts, is going to be backloaded. I'm not telling you that necessarily that Brad Holmes is going to pay him fifteen million. But I'm just letting you know that if he's coming back to Detroit, it's probably going to break down to around that. And and that's honestly, looking at this free agent class, that's a bit of a discount, considering Christian Kirk's deal, because 
Chark, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, that was Chark's like second deal. Only one year deal, sure. But Kirk, Chark, similar in age. Chark, actual Pro Bowl under his belt. You know, help help get a team to a playoffs. It wouldn't be granted. It was Saxonville. It wasn't you know, premised off their offense. But the two pieces they had in that offense to help carry him was DJ Chark. So what would you what would you get? What two years thirty? Now Robinson. Two years thirty. Yeah, probably eleven that first year. Then backload that bitch for the second year. Maybe three years just so I make a avoidable year in the third year. From that point, and I, again, this is like it's a lot of money. If if you guys listen to the conversation, can can somebody tell me how old DJ Chark is? Is he 27, 28? This is like stemming off 26. the conversation. Twenty six, even younger. <laughs> One year. I mean, that's that's young. Twenty six yeah. is young. Yeah, no, it is. That's my prime. That's when I for sure I'm beat the shit out of Bruce Lee. Yeah. Twenty six, yo, he's cat Bruce Lee. Yeah. 29 year old easy. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I don't, you know, this I'm a different, I'm a different shaped guy. I'm not, I ain't the same human being. But uh 15 million for a 26-year-old wide receiver. Looking at this free agency class, I mean guys, that's just it's not even I'm cool with 15 million per year. Again, it, it, context of competing for the Super Bowl. Why is why is there hesitation on this? Why are we acting pussyfooted now? I'd rather pay um Tremaine Edmonds that much and draft a receiver. Huh. Now that's an interesting conversation. Like I'd rather pay Tremaine Edmonds fifteen million a year and then draft a receiver, than pay Chark fifteen million and draft a linebacker. For radio, I mean this isn't radio, but for content, I want to argue that. But the logic's there. Yeah. I mean, you, you can draft wide receivers these days are coming in taking over. Yes. Uh, yeah, I could name linebacker and then it takes a couple of years to develop at least. Yes, especially in the coverage. And they're the same age. Tremaine Evans and, and yeah. Chark. Yeah. And Tremaine Evans, yeah. I'd say is... 100%. You're spot on. He's a better linebacker than Chark is a receiver. Jefferson, like Chase, Waddle, Amara St. Brown. I mean, the list of rookie wide receivers. Oh, my God. Olave. Yeah. Uh, my man in... Uh, Garrett Wilson. Yes. Garrett Wilson. J-Mo. 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 Hopefully. Kind of, hopefully, yeah. But, the, I mean, the list goes on and on of, yes. of guys coming in. And I'm talking about all, all rounds, too. George Pickett. Like, the... the Young wide receivers coming in from college level into today's NFL because you can't you can't touch anybody. It's it's offensive driven. They're gonna ball out. So I have no argument. I'd love to argue that for the, the standpoint of just having content. Mm-hmm. But that's you. That's hundred percent. That makes hundred percent sense. Yeah. Yeah. If you're big telling facts. me I got big I got facts. big facts. If I got fifteen mil to, to spend <laughs> yeah. on a player, I'm spending it on Tremaine Edmonds and then I'm drafting a, re, a young receiver. Rather than giving DJ Chark fifteen million a year. Yeah, I'm mad at that. I'm mad at that. But also, moving on from that, just 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 in terms of like Chark, why are we acting pussy now? All you Lions fans talking all this shit. Oh, that we go to the Super Bowl with golf. Oh, yo, golf's that guy. That's true. That's golf true. is him. Yeah. We're right there. We're knocking on the door. Why are you acting like a pussy then? Pay the man. Let's go. Trade for Ramsey. Let's go. Stop acting pussy all the time. That is a good point. Come on, you just you just you're just, you're just talking shit. You don't mean none of it. If you meant it, you're down for all this, all of it. Go <laughs> Got on. it. That's uh, that's the way I'm looking at it. <laughs> yeah. if, if that's how I'm taking. It. Now, personally, my philosophy, you already know. I don't like paying them. <laughs> I, I, you don't I, like paying nobody. I don't like paying nobody. Yeah. I, I just I don't. But if if I'm competing for a Super Bowl, then yeah. If I'm if I'm, I'm truly feeling, I'm like knocking on the door. Then I'm. Throwing everything in. Mm-hmm. 
I'm trying to win I the agree fucking, with you. Burn the if, if you're a Lions fan that is saying, like, we can win a Super Bowl with DJ Shark or they're going to win the Super Bowl, I mean, with Jared Goff, or they're going to win the Super Bowl with Jared Goff, you'd want them to pay DJ Chark. You'd want them to trade for Jalen Ramsey because those are the things that will push you there. But for me personally, that would be my route. If I'm paying somebody $15 million a year this offseason, it's going to be Tremaine Edmonds. And is that like a going rate for like the linebackers? I mean, that's how much I Roquan think he'll make. got 20. Yeah, that's how much I think he'll make. Is Somewhere around there, 14 to 17. Another backloaded deal probably too. Yeah. So, and, and like you said, I mean, they're paying Josh Allen now. Mm-hmm. Von Miller got paid last year. Yeah. I don't know that they could take him back fr- or if, you if hit him with a franchise. Him, it'll be like 19, so they're probably not going to tag him. Yeah, I don't know that they can. Yeah. What are you going to say, Chris? The one downside to that is that you're probably using then, I imagine, right, Spencer, an early draft pick on a wide receiver when you yes. want to, when you're very adamant on going corner and de-tackle. That is the one downside. I like, I like what you're saying, but that would be the one downside. But then again, this cornerback class is pretty deep. I would consider it an a complete win. It would be a very, very happy offseason for me if the Detroit Lions signed Tremaine Edmonds, not signed DJ Chark, which I'm not happy about that, but I could stomach it in this situation. If they signed Tremaine Edmonds, draft Witherspoon or, or Gonzalez, draft Quentin Johnston, and then draft Sikaika or a, a second-round defensive tackle where there's a couple of them that, are gonna be, that look pretty good. There are no defensive tackles I want in the first round not named Jalen Carter. So if you're getting a, a, one of those top three cornerbacks yeah. and you, you're moving on from DJ Chark, I wouldn't be mad if you grab Quinn. Especially Johnson. if you trade back and get maybe yes. an extra pick. Yeah, for sure. You trade back from six to nine with uh, the Falcons or to eight with Carolina so they can get whatever quarterback is left. You can still get that guy. You get maybe a, a, an extra second rounder. I'm good with taking Quentin Johnston if you move on from DJ Shark. Yeah. Um, I saw a comment in the Wilbur Sports chat. I'm 100% with you. Draft, draft your wide receivers. They're, they're coming in. They're balling out yeah. almost at every every level. It's a very... We have an example of it. I'm Ross St. Brown it's before It's a prime then. position to, like... Have immediate success. That's why I was, like, tripping when, like, Kirk got that $20 million deal. Now, granted, again, it's heavily incentivized. Like, letting you know, first and foremost, it's reported as a $20 million deal. But then even back then, Port's following was a heavily incentivized deal. Mm-hmm. But that's why I was just tripping out that he got that much money because of everything we just discussed. Like these, these, yeah, yeah. These guys are coming in as rookies, balling. And before, and more than Amaran St. Brown, we had Galladay before then. Like, it's just Titus Young before he went psycho. Like it's just it, these young wide receivers, ball. Like just I'm do. so I'm still sick about Titus Young. Going I'm crazy. still sick over Titus Young too. There was it a comment. Such a dog core with Calvin Titus Young and Golden Tate. Yeah, Golden Tate wasn't he like a second round pick too? Yeah. There's a comment in Wilbur Sports chat uh, referring to the Detroit Lions run defense, and I apologize that uh, this the chat scrolled past and I can't find the name, but. Um, I just want to inform people we're talking about the Detroit Lions run defense. I know that you and I know this for because by the numbers, by the numbers, Detroit Lions run defense. The second half of the season, and I think even a little bit before then, top 10. Was dominant outside of the Carolina game. Outside of the Carolina game. Matter of fact, I have it right here in front of me. How many running backs do you think ran over 100 yards in the Detroit Lions this year? Three. Yes. Really? Matter of fact, it may only even be two. 
just because I'm, I'm using StatMuse, according to StatMuse, Dante Foreman yes. obviously ran a train on the defense. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was bad. Okay, <laughs> made them his bitch. 165 yards in, in 21 attempts. Uh, before then, Rashad Penny also ran a train on that defense. And obviously, Lions fans remember back this season. Trap, trap, Rashad Penny. You remember those games looking real bad. Got me in my feelings. The only other person to put up over 100 yards in Detroit Lions this season uh, after those two was Dalvin Cook. And that's in a, a total combination of both his games against yeah. us. So I don't even know that he went for oh, 100. Oh, no, yeah, no. He, they he shut didn't. him down in the second. Shut, he only had like shut 26. Shut down both games, yeah. Yeah, he only had 26 or something That's right, like that because he fucked up game. his arm in the other one, yeah. and that's Madison came in. Yeah, he had like I think he had like 60 or something, and then went mm -hmm. out. No, don't get me wrong. Miles Sanders had a good game against the Detroit Lions. 96 yards is damn near close to 100. So I'll, I'll throw that in as three. But the Detroit Lions run defense is like just point blank, plain and simple. Like, go by the numbers, even if you're a Jay, fantasy uh, guy. Uh, Justin Fields had like 150. <laughs> yes, and that's what I'm saying. Like you look at the run defense, like it was quarterbacks doing most of the damage. As a matter of fact, the Detroit Lions had the worst run defense against quarterbacks, 100% correct. Uh, but against running backs, Detroit Lions defense was Mike top Hilton 10. said wasn't it a 5, five start with Best, then he got a concussion, and we lost to the 49ers with Harbaugh. What? What? In when the they butt? had uh, Javid Best with that offense, mm -hmm. they were five and zero to start, right? And then Best. Very Die. possible. I don't remember. I do remember that that Monday night game was Mashed Potato Brain Brother. <laughs> Me, you, Tua. <laughs> There's a lot of us out there, brother. Damn, this show's flying by. It yeah. is flying by. It's Man, pretty we wild. Talking about shit. Let me tell you guys about Guardian Alarm. Because Guardian Alarm offers you customized solutions from real experts. Their professional technicians take the time to recommend security and automation solutions specific to your needs. They also have 24-7 professional monitoring. You can call them anytime, day or night, and know a Guardian Alarm team member will stay on the phone with you as long as needed. And, of course, they have technology backed by people. Your safety and security deserves technology. It's been proven to work, and people have been proven to care. Call them at 1-800-STAY-OUT. That's 1-800-STAY-OUT right now, and let them know Woodbridge Sports sent you. The only sports network in Detroit that starts with a W. You know, because we win. Woodward Sports, Detroit's winning sports network. Introducing the Planet Fitness Guide to getting that post-workout glow. Step one, what's your why? More epic energy, better sleep, blow off steam? Step two, join Planet Fitness for just $10 a month and get moving in our clean and spacious clubs. Step three, bask in that post-workout glow. Join Planet Fitness today for just $10 a month. Join today at any of the 50-plus Detroit area locations. It's a great day to get some Cintron in your life. Ah, okay, okay, okay. There it is, there it is. Cintron, here we go. Gotta grab the cranberry. Oh wait, it's two for four. Gotta double up with the classic as well. Cintron World, baby. Centron available at select Kroger's and if you want to know how go to at CentronWorld.com you get dope like me You know what why wait ah, Great taste guaranteed You have an opinion make sure it's seen and heard Hop on the YouTube chat, slide in the DMS at Woodward Sports on all social media. What up, though, everybody? Welcome back to the Woodward Heavyweights live on WoodwardSports.com. We just got them talking live lions talking about Black the Talking Sports. Black the Talking Sports. <laughs> and so, you want to do the mock draft? 
Here we do the mock draft. I just want to uh, bring up a, a, a fun stat for Detroit Lions fans because this one's going to make you happy. Only six teams running back-wise. Running back rooms ran for over 100 yards on the Detroit Lions. You want to guess them? Six teams? For shits and giggles. Yeah, only six teams. Over 100 yards? Yep. All right. Um, Took a running backs. Carolina. Yes. Minnesota. Yep. Those New England. Um, New England, New England, New England. Hold on. Let me find them. Where the fuck are they? Yep. Dallas. Yep. Carolina, Minnesota, New England, Dallas. Miami. Mm, I want to say no. Nope. No. Carolina, New England. Um, you want to phone a friend? Chicago. No. Actually, we find that one. Philly. Bears. Bears are close. Bears got 94. That's pretty 94. close. Yeah, because yeah, I remember Philly. they were busted off a couple. So that's five, right? Yep, and you forgot Seahawks. Oh, yeah, Seattle. So. That's it. Played some damn good uh, running backs, too. Yeah. I mean, the the, the Giants, That mm-hmm. was that's their offense. Saquon got clamped down in that game. Saquon was second in the league. At that time, yes. number one in the league, yes. too, by the way. Lions running defense is good. They just got to... They need a Tremaine Edmonds sure to stop back those mobile quarterbacks. Yes. And Bless you. you know, just based off like the, the way the league's trending, I'm, I'm starting to think. Again, I, I differ mobile and scrambling. They're, they're two different separate things for me. Yeah. But to those mobile guys, I think you do need a Tremaine Edmonds. I'm, I'm, What's the – which one's like scrambling is like the Russell Wilson? Lamar Jackson. Okay. Scrambler Lamar Jackson. Mobile is Mahomes. I can, he can run if he needs to. Yeah. doesn't always have to. Okay. Herbert can run if he needs to. Uh, Burrow, Burrow runs. Burrow can tuck and run a little. It's like and, and, like, and, like how Stafford mobile. used to. And, and beyond bit. beyond like them running, I'm talking about just like evading the pocket, buying themselves time, sack avoidance. throwing on the run. Yeah. Shout out Joey two times. Shout out is that what he said? Sack avoidance. That's what happened. Yeah, I'm Big D started the whole thing. What? Why? Because I thought it was just funny, like sack avoidance. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And then we just started talking about sacks. So, like, like, so you didn't avoid it because I was laughing. Then Dmax started laughing. <laughs> the chest started going. <laughs> That's awesome. But um, pull up that mock. Yeah, we have that. Mo- I, I we have that mock this, this is spicy. This, this is, is spicy. spicy. Look at an eight. Anthony Richardson, number Who one is? overall. Whose mock draft is this? Oh, CBS this is, Sports. Uh, so yeah, this is from CBS Sports. The guy who wrote it is Dan Morrison. Dan Morrison. I thought it was wow. somebody bigger. Uh, yeah, Anthony Richardson, number one overall. Bryce Young, Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, Will Levis, Devon wow. Witherspoon at six, and then Tyree Wilson at seven. CJ Stroud, Stroud at all the way eight. down. To so that eight. means to the Lamar, Lamar Jackson. So that was gone. a I little interesting. That was a little interesting for the Ravens. Nine. Damn. Say it one more time. JB. That one's a little interesting for the Ravens. So yeah. the Ravens end up sending Lamar Jackson to Atlanta to get this pick. I think people just want Lamar in Atlanta so bad because he's a black quarterback. Am I right in that? I, what? I feel like people just want Lamar in Atlanta just because he, no, he's from Florida. He's from Miami. He's from Miami, yeah. I mean, I get it. He said, no, that was one of his spots. Spots, yeah. He said I he, mean, I can see it. It makes sense. Yeah. And but I feel like people are just trying to force it for like no reason. They need a quarterback. They got money. So. Atlanta. High Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. Let me pause he my screen. He can hit up uh, with Magic City. I just. Lou Williams leaving the. <laughs> Left the bubble to go to his uh, uncle's funeral and stopped oh. in Magic City on the way. Got that, some was wings. that was legendary. That was legendary. That was legendary. The biggest thing. Are crazy. I mean, there's multiple things to talk about here. The, he did Daniel House Cole, there's no the COVID way. tester. Yeah. 
This guy is Anthony Richardson jumping to number one. Number one is pretty wild. Is is the hype like I don't even? I don't think the hype's that much. Yeah, this is this is this is made up. I, Richardson's probably top ten for sure, but number one is. We've been told he's like the most talented, but it was like the same thing. With very Malik. raw. Yes. I mean, maybe the Colts Ooh, guy. I mean, he's better than raw. Malik. He's bigger than Malik. Yeah. yeah More like Malik. It raw. The game against him. I mean, that's and the he played only in Florida, so it was a lot better competition than Liberty. Mm-hmm. I. I can't even talk to myself into him going number one overall. Yeah, I no, I can't see him going over. I mean, Levis or, or Stroud or mm-hmm. Young. To benefit the Lions, maybe like this is something we should go with. Same we did the Smear Ben Johnson campaign. Like maybe you continue the hype of Anthony Richardson. <laughs> Neil, so that, like, Neil was doing that. He was hyping Anthony Richardson and Will Levis. Like, yeah, you know, because that, that hype. People up. were getting pissed in the chat because they didn't know he was pick. joking. He was like, "The Lions would be stupid not to draft Anthony Richardson or Will Levis." How do you? They're Super Bowl champion quarterbacks in the making. <laughs> I was Very like, yeah, well, it's like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not like just understand that Neil is being sarcastic? He does it pretty well. He does. He, do- he does do it well, but it's like it's also so much of his DNA. Yeah. It's like ninety percent sarcasm is his <laughs> DNA. The only time I know Neil is, nah, I can't even say that really. I was, no, nah, I can't even say that. If it's somebody who takes the L on, buries it. I'll never bring it up. You've not once heard that man say Tua's name. Yeah. It's true. But, I mean, Tua was... It's like was, candy, man. Tua was good until he... I was, until he got chat. tatered. Who was Shout it? Shout out, Matt Potato Brother. <laughs> Someone put him on blast about the uh, Malik Willis stuff, too. Neil was... You caught the blunt force of it? Yeah, I did. I feel like part of that is Neil's fault, too, because that's how, that's how he does. Yeah. You know, he had the fuck he deflected yeah, the yeah, wheel yeah, yeah. pretty hard. But like, he spearheaded like, the move. I remember Spencer, when we, before you the right? TD for the show. When we did the uh, like our like hot pick segment, we were going around, and like we set them before. It was like in break. And we were like, who do you want the Lions to pick? And they were like, I was like, who, who I think they're going to pick? Or Neil was like, no. Who do you want him to pick you? I was like, yeah. all right. And then I fucking rubbed the cocaine on my face. I was like, Malik Willis. Oh, yeah. I remember the clip. Yeah. Yeah, because we well, had I our... Thought, I thought Aiden was going one. So if I knew Aiden was there, taking Aiden. When we had our little uh, cat space spiel, which... Whatever. I'll let die. Just literally Google the definition of, of cat space. But anyway, um, <laughs> the way he introduced shit, he'd be like... Oh, you like Russell Wilson's contract. Easy loves Russell Wilson's contract. Yeah. Don't you, Easy? Yeah. No, I don't, Neil. But you do. No, Neil, I don't. <laughs> yeah. like, 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 that's what that's what that's what he does. But yeah, he's uh, he's a wordsmith. Anthony yes. Richardson, number one. I can see it. I can't. Would you take him number one, Chris? <laughs> I'm trying. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Without a doubt. Look at this. But Chris face. loves Anthony Richardson, number one. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, he NFL. loves it. He's a gr- great idea. Yeah. Absolutely. JD, 100% how do you feel board. about that? You, what do you mean by that? That pick is ridiculous. I don't know who this guy is, but as Easy said, it's just for clicks. But I do have the Lions 18th pick if you guys want to know who it is. According to that mock draft? draft. Yeah, what is yeah. it? It's a tight end. <laughs> I guarantee is it really? It's a Michael Mayer? Is it yes, tight end? It is Michael Mayer, this tight end from Notre Dame. This guy. Detroit's got that type of fan base where we're gonna click shit. And, and we Detroit Lions fans rock. I don't know if you heard DJ Chark on the Amarat St. Uh, St. Brown podcast with the, with the brothers or whatever. But he was they asked him like what are the most like lit down fields to play? He said, Detroit Updale. Well, in his little Louisiana accent. 
we click on these things. This is the strong fan base. Fuck this guy in this mock draft. Anthony Richardson just jumps number one. You're the only human being in the maybe not the only human being. There's probably a lot of like Florida guys up there who, who think that's a thing, but like, I don't know. And you got Lamar Jackson getting traded to Atlanta. CJ Stroud falling past five. So um you want to know who else is available after that tight end pick? Who? Christian Gonzalez. I mean, we do, we do, we do grab the DB in this draft yeah, though to be like, fair. Devon Wilson. Not taking the tight end. By the way, Christian Gonzalez not making it past. Like, I'm, he's not making it past. So sidebar, this randomly came in my head. It's a funny story. When he randomly a, came on your head. Oh, but you love Leak Williams. He loves it. You love when he randomly comes to your head. When I, when I was in Miami, uh, we stayed for Rolling Loud. We stayed in That's Holly, Hollywood. You were the Rolling Loud? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, one out of ten. Ten out of ten. Wow. Yeah. It was amazing. That's why I was just twenty six again. Like I just it was the like best. That. It was the best lineup they had in years. Like everybody was there. Who? Uh, Kendrick, ASAP, Wayne, Future, Travis Sheesh. Scott, Lil Uzi Vert, YG, Gucci, Denzel Curry, X, Mac Miller, all, right, you're all Shut ASAP the fuck up. Mob. <laughs> it was crazy. But um, that was only eighteen names. <laughs> I counted. I could keep going to Joey Badass. Shut like, up. So. <laughs> We were uh, we stayed like the whole week, so like the rest of the week we got this hotel in Hollywood, Florida, because it was cheaper and it was nicer, and because we stayed in this shithole ass hotel in Miami, like downtown mm-hmm. Miami, like two blocks from the venue, like I thought the elevator was about to break and shit, and it said like no smoking, I and mean, then we were ripping blunts in the room oh, the for whole sure. time, Everyone but does. we were. Um, I think you're fucking cool. At the hotel we were staying at <laughs> so in, cool, in Fort Lauderdale or in Hollywood, Florida. There was like a Mexican family there too, and oh, they were out. It was like early Getting in the morning. There, <laughs> it was early in the morning, and they were out by the pool, and they were playing music, and it was like you know Mexican music. And I went out. What do you mean by that? I went out, and I, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I can't even. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, like, like Hispanic music. Oh, I was like, hell yeah! It's like Hispanic no, no, music. I know what you mean. And so He's I like, went I know out what you're in the morning to rip a dart. <laughs> And I was out there, and I was dancing. Salsa. Like, yeah, no, I was just hitting, like, my shoulder dance. And, like, uh, my friend took a video of me. He was laughing hard, but I was like, that's how you dance. It's just all no, shoulders. that's how you dance when you're drunk. Shoulders and hips. That's all it is. No, it's just hips. Oh, I guess, yeah. Just yeah shoulders and hips. Yeah, man. but you're doing this. Yeah, I was out there. I was <laughs> out, like, there, out there ripping the dart on the back. Some Mardi Gras from titties. And then, you know, they're down there by the pool. It's more like. It was a good time. It was a good time. It was a lot of fun. What's Mexican music like? You know. Yeah, I, I couldn't even think of like. Yeah, not, not that. That's a little much, but like. It's a Mexican song. Yeah. It may not be that's a Mexican chicken song. song. Yeah. I can't believe I'm doing this. I must be drunk. Nah, 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 nah. But it was, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a good time. Great story. Thanks, man. Lost 10 viewers. Good job. Start with your shit list. Shit about no viewers. <laughs> Hit the like button if you guys haven't already. <laughs> tell us about whatever you got to tell us about next. <laughs> we can go. Big Boy. Because seafood is back at Big Boy. Seafood Fest is back at Big Boy. Catch it while you can. Some favorites during Lent, like Shrimp Alfred, Shrimp Stir Fry, and the new fish sandwich. Go to your local Big Boy today. Don't forget the all-you-can-eat fish fry buffet on Friday nights. Satisfy those taste buds at Big Boy. I love you.
Woodward Sports love wearing clothes, then you should be wearing Woodward Sports clothes. Check out our full line of merch at woodwardsports.com. Just click on shop. We have all your favorite designs, like Dan Campbell kneecaps, Beverly Hills golf, Woodward golf, and of course, our own logoed out merchandise. Men, women, infants, kids, all love Woodward Sports. Impress your friends. Impress your boss. Impress your dog. Buy Woodward Sports merch today. When it comes to making your haircut truly an experience, there's no better place than Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. Come to any one of our 26 Metro Detroit locations for an award-winning haircut experience and qualify for a chance to win a down payment for your dream home up to $200,000. Our precision haircut and talented stylists will have you looking good, feeling good, and give you a chance to change your life forever. Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men, open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. Three NBA championships. Detroit fans were there. Eleven Stanley Cups. Detroit fans were there. Four World Series wins. Detroit fans were there. And uh, that one Lions playoff win in 1991. Yeah, Detroit fans were there. Woodward Sports, where the fans are. I hate this guy. Chili peppers, Danny. <laughs> Hot mics. Hot mics. Would you say? I'm sorry. Chili, <laughs> Chili peppers, Danny is where you'll find the cleanest salons in the D. Spotless, sanitized rooms. Trained and certified tanning professionals. Join the Pepper Club for all the best deals where they beat all competitors by $5. $5. $5. You heard it from the man who hates me. Don't forget to pick up Australian gold, designer skin, cow tan, and Swedish beauty lotions. ChiliPeppersTanning.com. The hottest bulbs, the hottest deals, the darkest tans. Once again, y'all, it's ChiliPeppersTanning.com. What up, though, everybody, and welcome back to the World Heavyweights Live on MobileSports.com. I'm Spencer Raster. He is David Pike. We have Chris Platty in the TD booth and JB Smooth on the ones and twos. Breaking news, the Broncos interviewed Matt Patricia for the D.C. job. Yikes. He's not getting it. He's not. There's no. He's not getting it. You think he's getting it? I mean, it's still bad looking. Lovey Smith, they interviewed. They interviewed somebody else. Was like really good. You traded all your picks yeah, for all defensive coordinators that take over Matt Patricia, yeah. for sure. You traded all your picks for Sean Payne, so you might as well just nuke the franchise and hire Matt Patricia. Seriously, that's the complete self destruction. They traded what five first round picks for Sean Payton and Russell Wilson? Oh, in total, yeah. Yeah, what are they doing? <laughs> to be fair. That is the richest owner in sports. Really? It's the Walmart. Walmart family. Oh, yeah. Ah. I don't know his first name, but something Walton. Mr. Walmart. Mr. Walton. Mr. Walmart? Yeah. His last name isn't Walmart. Yeah, it is. Bob. Walton. His name's Target Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) He owns both. It's like, like, you know how Penske owns U-Haul? You know how, do they? Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, is Um, that real? Yeah. I don't know that. It makes sense, though. Competition, baby. Sam Walton, at the time of his death, was so rich that every one of his inheritance were still in the top ten richest people. How many did he have? Uh, good question. <laughs> good question. That is crazy. Maybe it wasn't the top ten. It could be like, maybe it was like top 15. He's so rich. How rich was he? <laughs> My man Sam is so rich. How rich Walton was Pinner he? Family Ownership Group is who owns the Denver Broncos. The richest owners of sports. That's why they also made him. How much are they worth? How much are they worth? 
It's a it's a like it's a family. Well, how much is their is their net worth? Um, how much is a family dog worth? Yeah. What I just like Walton Family Net Worth? What is that? What do you want me to type in here? Yeah. Walton Family Net Worth. They definitely have a dog named Spot. All right. Which ten families are the wealthiest? Investopedia. Walton Family collectively they're worth two hundred twenty four point five. Billion. Jesus Christ, man. 200 like, billion. Break like, me off hey, a piece hey, of that. Solo came me. Kit Kat ball. Solo came me. Hey, what are they? Walton Pendershot? Walton. Walton. Walton family. Walton family. Break me off a couple M's. Just like, just three. Just cash at me three million. That's all I'm asking for. You guys got 200 billion. You don't need it all. Watch what are you going to do with down. all that money? Let me get three million. I'm a chill. I'll buy a Broncos ticket or something. <laughs> That's nice. Or something. Just one. <laughs> Just one. Because I only got three million. I don't got two hundred billion. But what do you need all that money for? <laughs> that shit makes me sick. Business insider. You want the richest people in the world? Yeah, let's hear it. Number one. You want to take a guess? The Rothschilds. This one's new. I don't know. I've never heard of this person. Bernard. Arnold and family, 193 billion. France chairman and CEO Bernard Arnold is the is the first richest person on planet. Wait, yeah, is the first richest person on Earth. His net worth of 193 billion, Jesus. resulting from his business across the empire of more than 70 brands, including Louis Vuitton, oh, and Sephora. French businessman and Europe's richest man, Bernard. Ar- well, of course, he's Europe's richest, he's the world's richest man. Yeah, probably. Next up, I don't know. Though. He might have that like uh, Rick and Morty like armor. Yeah. Rick's <laughs> yeah. shit just pops out, yeah. fucks you up. <laughs> Oh, I remember that, actually. Bezos. I'd whoop his ass. three. Number four, Bill Gates. I'd whoop his ass. Number five. Any guesses? Just kidding. That's not fair to you guys. You don't know who the fucking people are. Warren Buffett. But that would have been when he threw it up. I probably would have guessed that. Well, I'd definitely whoop his ass. Larry Ellison. He is the owner. uh, 102 billion, which he earned from Oracle, the software firm he co-founded in 1977. He quit as the CEO of the company in 2014. And since... Of Oracle? Yeah. Which is crazy. It's not even a company you like would know. It's not even like a it's Oracle. Or, I think Oracle of, Arena. Yeah, yeah. Some easy part ownership of the Warriors. Probably, what is it? No, I think he the doesn't Oracle, he own the Bucks. Oracle's Dunzo now. Yeah. But What's the new so, arena called? It's uh, oh. Scotia Bank. Slim Jim Arena. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Larry Pay. Okay, and these other people. No, there's no Waltons in here. I lied to you. But at one point in time, that was true. Chase Center. No, that has to be true because. One's Wikipedia, one's Investopedia, but according to Wikipedia, Walton Family Fortune is broken down as such. Jim Walton, $66 billion. Alice Walton, $66 billion. S. Robinson Walton, $65 billion. And we keep listing 22 more names? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you can. At least these come with billions after, though, right? These are the numbers to pay attention to. Lucas Walton, $16 billion. Ann Walton, 9 What are you going to do with all this fucking money? Like Ann that? Walton Cronky? She's also a Cronky? Crockett, the guy that's owner, who owns yeah. the Rams? Yeah. Damn. Okay. All right, back to sports. I'm trying to marry huh. into a rich guy. That does sure. make sense. So, like, you, you can. a rich guy. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, fuck dude, it. I'd marry a rich guy. Fuck well, I mean, you could have just said rich person. I mean, yeah, but, like, those are all guys. <laughs> I'd marry Elon Musk so? and I'd divorce his ass. So, but I'm, I'm thinking. thinking. I'm about that. I'm a bag chaser, no. baby. <laughs> that's my thing. I'm a bag chaser. They, they obviously like gave up all their picks, uh, and then paid Sean Payton, made them the highest paid coach in, in the NFL. It makes sense because you do you can't do the cash over cap, 
but the money has to spread across that you know what I'm saying the cap space however many years you decide to do it you can either extend it or kick it down the road all that good stuff like that but you have that cash over cap to just sign literally any fucking free agent you want like they, they I don't know if you guys remember this but like the NFL ownership you know the, the good old boys club they're pissed at the Walton family for, for doing this because it sets you know what I'm saying that's everyone is it just resets the bar for paying these people mm-hmm. this guy I mean I feel like they want to win the trade for Russell Wilson Oh, he definitely wants to Trade for Sean Payton. They're just he going about it horribly. <laughs> They're about to do some wild shit in free agency. I, I promise you. I promise you. Well, what Maybe can not. they do? I, they, I mean, the cash over cap. Yeah. You can still pay however much money, and then just spread it out, and then just deal with it later. Keep kicking the can down the road. Whatable years. I mean, all that good stuff. We've seen the Rams do it. I think beforehand, was Kroenke the richest owner before? Yes. I think Same actually David Tapper might be up there, too. Who is the richest owner in the NFL? You think NBA owners are richer than NFL owners? Uh, I mean, you got to go like individual wealth with that one. Mark Cuban's pretty rich. NBA owners definitely make more money. Uh, Mark Cuban's up there. Uh, Steve Ballmer's up there. According to Forbes, Steve Ballmer, who's worth $83 billion, is the richest sports team owner in 2022. Yeah. Rob Walton, who recently bought the Denver Broncos, came in at number two with an estimated $56 billion. I feel like I'm only looking up this up because I want to know if Kroenke's up there because the Rams just did some silly shit too. David Tapper, number three. <laughs> Kool-Aid kids says Spenny. There are a lot of old guys that are meatloaf fans. <laughs> Don't give up. It's not just any old guy. It's got to be an old guy with a few Bs. Yeah. What is, why is Jerry Jones rich? What, what is he? What kind of... Where did he get his money? Don't do that. <laughs> probably a, he's that old you know he's probably, he was probably in the import and export business yeah. you know what I'm talking about chill bro chill it's, uh, come on man it's our month <laughs> <laughs> Stanley Kroenke <laughs> number 8 <laughs> this is NBA and NFL how did Jerry Jones make his money it's probably so, oil all all mo- so, yeah oil and gas NFL goes Walton number 1 Tapper number 2 Jerry Jones three, Kroenke four, yeah. This is basically, you do, Sam Walton or Ron Walton's gonna do what the Rams did. Yeah, just keep on kicking the can down the road. Whatever, whatever. We'll see. I, I'm Super curious Bowl, to see where it out. I am a big believer in coaches over uh, players for most part, because you could have like a a golf ass quarterback and have performed to the way he performed under Ben Johnson and or Sean McVay. I feel like coaches are. When we do like our our pickums for like the season games, I, I I'll pick a coach. More than a team, if that makes sense. You no know? way. No way what? Yeah, Jerry Jones made most of his money on oil and gas, but Jones also has investments in Comstock Resources as well as real estate, hospitality, management, and Papa John's franchises. Oh, my God. Papa John's cat. Like, that's why cat. is just Papa John's thrown in That's cat. That was like a joke. Papa that's, John's on Bloomberg, that's on Bloomberg.com. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's crazy because Papa John's got a little yeah, bit of yeah. trouble too. Better, <laughs> better ingredients, better pizza. Better my bitch. bitches better, my whips better. <laughs> I dress better. The video of Papa John's where he eats a pizza like every day or something like that. Have you seen that? No. It's like Papa John. He's like, I forget what record he was trying to beat, but he was like eating a Papa John's pizza for every meal, like every day for every soul. There's oh, a video of him disgusting. just sweaty as fuck trying to eat this pizza. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so 
Can we, Chris, can you find a picture of that? Let me find it. Uh, But let me tell you guys about SMA. Because SMA, or the Sports Marketing Agency, helps spread awareness about mental health and substance abuse. Their new podcast, This is the S-Word, helps fight the stigma about seeking help. If you or someone you know is struggling, head to thesportsma.com to get the help you deserve. Saturdays at 1 p.m. Make sure you're watching WoodwardSports.com for our new show. Chompin' Puck. He shoots! He scores! With four-time Stanley Cup champion Darren McCarty and Michael Gentry. Chompin' Puck is taking the Detroit hockey community and giving them a voice. Pros to Joes. You'll get the best Detroit hockey coverage around. Chompin' Puck. Saturdays 1 p.m. on WoodwardSports.com. By now you know me, Christina Gennari, as the obvious choice in real estate. And you know my website, soldchristina.com, as your number one resource for buying or selling your home. Myself, along with my amazing staff, pride ourselves on making your home buying and selling experience a relaxing and easy one. Come see why we are the obvious choice. Christina Gennari at soldchristina.com, the obvious choice in real estate. Make sure you download the Woodward Sports app in the App Store and the Google Play Store today. Take Woodward Sports with you wherever you go and listen live on your phone or mobile device. Get a shot up. This is for the win. All of Detroit sports teams live on Woodward. All of Detroit sports coverage lives on Woodward Sports. Driving the best in Detroit sports coverage. (laughs) (laughs) I can see the plastic in his face. You can see the sweat on his chin. He looks like a wax figurine. (laughs) What up though, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to the Woolworth Sports Network. Woolworth Heavyweights live on WoolworthSports.com. So, the headline, Papa John's ex-CEO and founder announces New Year's resolution to eat 50 pizzas in 30 days. Can you do it? Um, Shatner previously said in an interview in November that he had eaten as many as 40 pizzas in 30 days in 2019. Uh, I don't know if he did it or not, but... He said he did. He put on a ton of weight. All right. <laughs> that, that put the put up the sweaty picture. Again, just, it's funny. It's not that but funny. It is it, funny. No, it's it's hilarious. It's gross. It's gross to look at. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's not funny. You don't think that's funny? No, nah, I'm just I'm studying like the intensity in that photo there. Dude, he's trying to hold it together. Yeah, I don't dude's know how, probably I don't know. Yeah. nasty poops. All right, I, I want to talk about this at some point today. It's a weird. I hope you guys did more homework on this one than I did. I, I worked today. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Miller. Yes. Which was like my favorite for the Pistons land because yes, like me I, too. I've already like t- I've taken like Wimby <laughs> out of my head because I don't want to be disappointed if they don't get number one. So I, I, my heart was set on Brandon Miller, uh, Alabama small <laughs> forward. Who's knocking down threes? It's not even that funny. I'm sorry, dude. It just showed on my laptop again. <laughs> it's literally not even that funny. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. Chris, actually, I'm going to let you do this one. Yeah. I get better when we laugh at you while you're talking instead of me getting laughed at. What, you want me to introduce this? Yeah, okay, I just know you did a little bit more homework on this no, one. No, I didn't. I you didn't. Did. I, was at, I was at work all day. So Brandon Miller essentially uh, had <laughs> tried to get out of it. 
No, you're good. Brady Miller <laughs> oh, okay. giving the gun to I, I can't even think of the other kid's name now. Darius Miles. Miles. Darius Miles. Yes. When he murdered that the mother yeah. of two senselessly, so, foolishly. Brandon Miller was one of Alabama freshman basketball standout. Brandon Miller brought a gun. Brought a gun used in the Tuscaloosa Strip Cup killing of 23-year-old mother that led to capital capital murder charges for the former teammate Darius Miller and 20-year-old Michael Davis, according to law enforcement testimony. Miller texted Miles to bring the gun and where they were, according to police. When Miller got to the scene, Miles told Davis the heat is in the hat, and uh, Brennan Culpepper said that meant the gun was present. So, yeah, Brandon Miller brought the gun that killed that woman and... Alabama knew about it, and he is still playing. Still an active member of the team. This yes. is a this is an article as recent as today. Alabama calls Brandon Miller active member of our team. I'm not a big cancel guy. You, I mean, you guys know that by now, right? And we've been on record of talking about football players. We don't care if they're pieces of shit, particularly defensive linemen. But like, hmm. there's levels of shittery. For sure, like and this bringing is, a loaded gun to yeah, yeah. a situation where a teen, uh, young mother dies, and texting, and texting. I don't know if you read, read that part, but yeah. texting. There's one in the chamber, literally letting them know. I don't understand how he's not charged with assessor. That's what I'm. That's what I don't. He get. literally brought the murder weapon to, to the, the murderer. Yes. Yeah. Let the murderer know there was a. Is that some down south shit? Well, that's not accessory to murder. I don't understand. I don't know. And I, basketball to me is like football. I want some pieces of shit because it's a physical sport. The money's not guaranteed, <laughs> so like you prompt, you kind of have to like stay about your shit a little bit more. Chill, but, Jeremy Anderson. What? What do you say? He said Spenny would take Hitler <laughs> as what? A defensive player. <laughs> I did say something like that. But take Hitler as my defensive back. That's not what I meant. I'm having nine in this end zone, brother. Right I would still draft Brandon Miller. For the Pistons? Yeah. Second round. Maybe I was capping when I said that shit. This don't sit right with me, man. It's in the archives. It is in the archives. Maybe because I'm a, a it parent. Is, it is fucked And up. she was a mother. It's definitely fucked up situation. This shit don't sit right with me, bro. Yeah. And I just can't like trust this kid to be a piece of my franchise type shit. Like that's like some dumbass shit. Like yeah. one, like, the text messages. I, I don't. I, I just feel like this is just some fucking stupid shit. Yeah. And obviously he's hanging around. I don't know. I, I don't. That's. Yeah. Character flaw for me. Yeah. And, and again, NBA money's guaranteed, so there's like less of a fucks given. I feel yeah. like. NFL, not guaranteed. You have to actually show up like practices, game, you know, shit like that. Like, I don't know. What are you gonna say, Chris? The one thing that Troy Weaver has said throughout why. this Doesn't whole entire tenure, through free agency, through draft, everything. What has he said over and over again? He needs yeah, because character, yeah, character, character, character. He keeps talking about it. So, I I don't see this. I don't see this happening. I if, don't if, give a fuck about if, if Troy Weaver drafted him though. If he did draft him, though, I would trust that Troy Weaver really did his due diligence and learned that this was a, a very stupid mistake or so, or something along those lines. But character doesn't character is important. Talent. Obviously, in in some situations it does, yeah. but like if you're gonna pass up on a guy that would be in you know a prime time talent because he's a little bit of an asshole. I, I'm not this situation. This yeah. situation isn't a guy right. being a little bit of an asshole. But I'm saying what Troy Weaver is saying, like character, character, character. Yeah. If you're passing no, up on characters. a guy because, like, no. I, I think when you're building, you're, when you're like the building blocks, you don't have like an established culture. We don't even know if Casey's going to be here next year. 
I think it's important at those like moments. You know, like you want a character guy. Like you want your best players to be character guys because everyone else is gonna fall suit. Would you take Tyreek Hill? I would. That's football. I mean, football. Honestly, to me, football is different. Like, again, you don't have the guaranteed money. I mean, uh, football is a little different because there's a lot more players. This is like murder. But like I mean, somebody yeah. like died. You think the Florida Gators are mad about their situation? Like, what? What situation? Aaron Hernandez, the Pouncey Twins. Like, what, what's they in had the some past? Murderers right? on that team, but they had a, a virgin Christian as their mm-hmm. spearhead, so nobody even thought about it. For sure. Like Urban Meyer covered up murders for Aaron Hernandez and the Pouncey Twins at Florida. And Again, like, football. Like, it's just, I mean, you, where'd you get your mashed potato brains? No, I'm not like, like football. Football. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some dumbasses in football. Can't say that. What? Mashed potato brains. My best friend has mashed potato you brains. Don't have, you, you don't have the M card. <laughs> Dude, my friend's dog has mashed potato <laughs> brains. All right. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> JB, am I tripping? This, this shit just, it just doesn't sit right with me. I, I don't know. No. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it sits right with me either. I couldn't draft him if I'm the GM of a team looking at him and seeing if he's available. But then again, that, that's just me. I, I can't really do that. I could draft him. I, how, I mean, I, I still just don't even know. You would still draft him? I don't know, man. He I, I, he yeah. was the guy I wanted. Yeah. I wanted him over yeah, Scoot. I wanted him too. You know me. Wings when you rings. Mm-hmm. I, he was my number two prospect. By the way, to the Scoot hype. I've yet to be told by you. I'm not like attacking you guys, but like you're my you're my basketball guys. You yeah. you guys and Jeff, what the fuck does Scoot do, do that he's like number two? Like what? He's an elite playmaking talent. He has elite uh, f- elite finisher around the rim. Great at getting to Just the a highlight guy. Yeah, no, not necessarily. I feel like that's it. I had Brandon Miller over him. I'm, I'm not saying this makes me want to take Scoot. I would take Brandon Miller for the Pistons. The Pistons lane number two pick. Yes, I would take Brandon. Well, not anymore. But are we not like? Is, are we sure he's not getting charged? With it? I don't understand how he's not getting charged. I don't. It's got to be some Alabama. Shit. He's. It's got to be some big crimson wall. Some shit <laughs> for real. Like, oh, I'm sorry. This is Oklahoma, wasn't it? I got an Oklahoma strip. Where was this at? Vegas, I think. Uh, popular string of bars in Tuscaloosa. Oh, Alabama. Oh, Tuscaloosa. That's some Alabama. Shit. Oh yeah, they got. They were at Vegas when he got arrested. Right? But how they put a, a capital murder stamp on this shit? And yeah. then a guy who, who brought the gun told the guy the fucking hot one ready for you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't messed like up. Shit's gross. I don't know. Yeah. I'd, I'd still draft him. But that'll do it for us today. We appreciate you all for tapping in to the Wilbert Heavyweights live on WilbertSports.com. For the man to my left, David Pike. For Chris Platty, TD Booth. Jamie Smooth on the ones and twos. I am Spencer Raxter. We are the Wilbert Heavyweights. Imagine if Hitler was a DB for the Lions. Fans just throw up the games. The fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Like, like the Ben Wallace for us, I think. Give it a show the fucking mustache. <laughs> mustache, son. What number would he wear? Nine, nine, nine. <laughs>